confused. Let uh-huh. me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Uh, do you understand that this show's got an actual sponsor? Who's the sponsor? Manscaped. Manscaped. What do they do? Okay, check this out, man. Let me ask you. You you got a lot of hair. You ever shave your balls? I ain't fucking with it, man. No, you, no, you don't no, shave no, your balls. No, no, no. You the never only shave time your balls. I shaved my balls is when I was tweaking off a of meth. Yeah, and what did right. you use to shave your balls when you were tweaking off? I fucking got that razor that they sell at the corner liquor store for twenty five cents. Right. You ever and nick then, a wrinkle? You ever nick a wrinkle? A what? A wrinkle, a ball wrinkle. You ever cut a ball I don't wrinkle? Know what the fuck that is. Oh, You've I never know, cut your shave. balls. I just shaved a little bit around the base, so I, you know, so I could feel as though that maybe, you know, it would give me an inch or two, you know. Because when you on meth, you pulling, <laughs> you shaking and pulling, and yeah, you got the girl in the room, but at, at the same time, yeah, get the yeah, Schmitty. Yeah, Schmitty. Bring your ass yeah, up yeah, in here. Close that door behind you, partner. I gotta get over uh, there. All right, all right. So, so, okay. So, listen. So, 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 hey, wait. Talk to me. Okay. So the support for the Hard Luck Show is brought to you by Manscaped, right, who is the that? best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers up precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, right. this is breaking news. Important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your... What, what is, is that public or pubic? It looks like pubic. It looks like yeah. public to me. Okay, I'm going to say public, yeah, but it looked yeah, like but, pubic. But we can make it pubic. That's right. Service announcement. After more than 18 uh-huh. months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. Smitty, you ever shave your balls? Uh, yeah, with electric. Yeah? Do you ever catch a wrinkle? Uh, you know... One time, I think I did, because it goes cut down there, but I didn't feel it. You didn't feel it. Well, let me tell you. Guess what? Yeah. All that manscaping, you know, all those those accidents. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Manscapes Engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball trimmer ever created. Right. I'm talking about this is the third generation generation trimmer. Right. Features a cutting edge ceramic blade, preventing manscaped accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to the Manscaped Advanced Skin Safe technology. Right. So check it out. So so what happened to you, uh, Smitty, where you, you nicked a wrinkle? Right? You cut <laughs> a wrinkle? I think I might have been a little bit high that night, though, when I was doing <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks to manscaping, all those manscaping accidents are finally a thing in the the past. Bro. That's right, man. So you can get high if you want and fucking shave your balls, <laughs> all right? So listen, here's the other thing. Smitty ain't getting high because if he gets high, I'm going to kick his ass That's off. right. You know what? You might kick his ass, Big Lep, but he's going to have the smoothest, no, safest balls. He's going to He's going to have the smoothest, safest balls oh. this side of the Mississippi. Well. And let me tell you something. You get 20% off our audience because our audience is the best audience in the entire world. Let me tell you something about our audience. Our audience is the most loyal, most manly, most... Uh, intelligent, strongest audience that there is, and they're all going to get 20% off and free shipping. Go to Manscaped. The uh, code, promo code is LUCKY20. LUCKY20. That's it. LUCKY20 at Manscaped. Right. So, uh, because of Smitty got his balls sheared, (laughs) that's why Manscaped's redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting it. It's the third generation. Manscaping accident. Thing of the past. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. So even if you're tweaking and you want to take it apart, put it back together, you'll still have enough electricity to continue Damn, to shave your balls. Really? Hey, and listen, man. Jeez. One of the coolest features <laughs> on the Manscaped tool is the LED light. 
illuminating. Oh, they can do that shit in the dark. Areas, bro, for a close more. And you could use that LED light to look for rocks that might have fallen in the carpet, right? Yeah, so you want to do some low lighting by candlelight with your girl and do it together? Listen, they've also upgraded to 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke. Trademark, quiet stroke technology. Quiet stroke so you don't have a stroke during your long stroke. Exactly. <laughs> and let's not forget the charging stand. My God. Right? This stand <laughs> is the most. Let's not forget about let's that. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. yeah you show got your. A, you got a picture of this contraption. It's, yeah. It's online. It. Here. All right. Well, you can't. Manscaped. So go to manscaped.com. Manscaped.com. All right. 20% off free shipping with the code lucky20 at manscaped.com. Again, right? that's lucky20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping for all you cheap ass motherfuckers. Yeah. Now, come on. Lucky20, Manscaped, supporting the show. Support Manscaped because Manscaped supports the show. Make and a good your balls it. will thank you. Very oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey. You, I bet you she did. Hey, Smitty needs to get on. Hey, Smitty has got good dirt. Hey, can we get on the mic? Here, I'm starting the theme song right now. I'm starting it right now. I'm st- no, no, don't tell me wait. This is my show, motherfucker. Come on. Yeah. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Yes, I want to welcome all the listeners to the greatest show on earth. It's a beautiful afternoon. Out here in the bunker, the virus bunker, virus bunker, right? Corona ain't got nothing on us. Fuck the coronavirus. Fuck coronavirus. You know whose wonderful voice that is? That's that's my co-host, my partner, the savage. The savage with the advantage come to ravage everybody's cabbage. What? Yo. Chumahan bone, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant yeah. barbarian. Yeah. 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 Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute, wait, wait, man. Wait, 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 What the fuck are you talking about, well, hold man? on. First, Jesus Christ right, almighty. Let's, 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 uh, who do we got? First, who do we got before that dude? Who yeah, is, who yeah. do we got before that guy? Who's the guy on the mic right now? Yeah, exactly. OG Mr. Left Dog. Yeah. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, Big Left. What the hell you playing, man? Come you on. some sensitivity Bring shit. Bring it, dog. Come on, man. You're sensitive, brother. Fuck the coronavirus. Rap it, come on, spit it. Bust a lick. Yeah. <laughs> Bust a lick. I ain't no trick. Send the magazine over big luck. Yeah. Give me some of that motherfucking Yeah. Crucifix swinging, he said. Yeah. That's left. Yeah. Big left. About to rap. Yeah, big left. 
about to rap. Yeah. Talk about the west side, left. Come on. Back my popular man. Yeah. Acclaim. Acclaim. There you go. Putting all these trick ass motherfuckers to the test. On the virus, man. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, bro, baby. You make it out of skate. Listen. So listen, I was thinking that you know, you know, this was going through my mind, man, on the way over here, and you know, because uh, somebody got in my ear and they said that the incubation period of this bullshit is like this is the worst day to come out. Man, and like, I'm all the hold up. I'm all the way down. We down the you know we rolling through it down the 55 right. And I'm looking around, man. I'm like, man, it's a whole lot of people out, man. Like that motherfucking thing ain't helped me in. Like you know we got like a lot of people, man. Like I, I noticed, man, because I, I look a little bit on the internet. It's like, man, I think people like like I don't know, like people don't want people to come outside, man. They ain't trying to you know, like they taking it serious, man. And it's like. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, you know, I mean, like, like, I, like, I did. So I'm, I'm driving. We coming down the freeway, and I'm, and it's going through my mind, man. I was down there with people that were ill, that were like tripping, and had a lot of shit, like all kinds of shit going on, like on my last deal, man. And it was like, man, I'm just keeping the green juice in me. I'm keeping yep. that ginger yep. in me. I'm yep. keeping that vitamin C in me. I'm keeping that D3 in me. By the I'm way, the by game. the way, by the way, while you were doing this and you're doing that, you brought us some green juice. Right. And I'm about to drink some of this green juice right now. Yeah, that Lefke was so kind to bring. Right. Can you, can you, you're without right. giving up complete game, right. just give us a little highlight of some of the ingredients I'm, in this big OG right. Lep green juice, I'm going to let you know how it works, right? So yeah. this shit right here, man, yeah. I'm, I can give you all the game because I want to see a lot of people get on You want to see people win. I want to see people hater. win. So here, this is the game, man. You need Do it. You got to get a juicer. And the juicer. Man, this is fantastic, by the right. way. You got to get uh, a juicer, man. This is good shit, man. And this, this is, is like, killing any kind of coronavirus really, coming no, out that, there right like, now. I really don't want to rip it like that. Like, this is the cure because it ain't the, you know what it is? It's, I know this shit. If you keep. Oh, look, it's the cure. It's the cure. If you keep this shit in your system, like, it will build your immune system. I'm going to give you all the. Man, dude. Listen, this listen. Is, this is Lepke on the juicer. Look at that. Look yeah, now, what, yeah. now, what are you putting in there right now? No, that's now? him on the Makita what drill. Is, no, so here's what we what do. Are you so in there? We, we get a food processor too, because the main ingredient, because a lot, a lot of people that drink it, they don't like the taste. Wow, the man, food, that's good. Right, the first thing that hits you, aromatic. Is, the first thing that's going to hit you. Is what is the, that? The aloe vera. Oh, you putting aloe vera in that? That's the aloe vera. We get. Oh. You got to get a two year stock. Okay. Like people think they could just go to the Mexican market and buy the aloe vera that's already concentrated in the juice. That no, don't work. you got to get the no, real you plant, gotta right? You got to get the plant, man. And you. So what I anybody do is, you skin it? No, yeah, we cut it. There we go. There yeah. you go. Right, we get the food processor and what okay, we. Okay, what else you put in there? We rinse what's, it. What's this? Put it in there. All right, I'm gonna tell you. Show so me. We rinse it. All right here. <laughs> yeah. Look, we rinse it. Uh huh. We rinse the. Um, the aloe vera, we rinse it, we clean everything, right? So it's like the process where we make the 16 gallon process will be uh, 16 gallons would be uh, aloe vera. I put like six stocks of aloe vera in the food process. Okay, you said aloe vera. What else? We strain that and we food process it and we strain that into a into a sparkless bottle. Okay. We put that in there, and then we uh, uh and then we use lemon, lime, oh. lemon, lime. Uh, organic honey, not too much. Uh-oh. And then we put cilantro, right? Three yeah. stocks of cilantro. Yeah, that's healthy. And the eight gallons. So, like, I buy, like, if I buy it, I buy some shit that are uh, uh, a parsley. Yeah. We do the parsley. 
We get the ginger. Okay. Well, I can, I can feel the, I can the, feel ginger, the ginger in me. Ginger, raw right? ginger, lemon, lime with, with, with the peeling on it. Estás caliente. Yeah, we put the lemon, the lime, and then the ginger. So what we ate. Damn, we, that's good, have you bro. Ever, have you ever, Do you see all the shit that's in there? Look, he has got all the shit. Now, look. look, at he's putting it in there. Here right. he goes. Turn it on, Lep. Right. Oh shit, Lep, God damn it. You man, the, get the rag, get he, the paper towel. God please. damn he doesn't ever puts the top on. All that shit you, just splatters everywhere. Lep, 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 put Lep. the lid on and let's Lep. get a get a paper towel. Lep. We need to get that clean. Right. Did you wash your hands before you touch that aloe vera? Yeah. And then we uh <laughs> The whole thing's contaminated. Let's start over. You know what? Let's start okay. No more. Go back and strain so some we, more uh, aloe vera. We put I love um, look at Lep. He gets irritated by this. He's <laughs> trying to be he's trying to be serious. He's like Irritate. No, 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 I noticed. I noticed yeah. that Lev, you've been trying uh, to get a little dominant on the things. Like, no, let me finish. Let no, me finish. No, <laughs> no, there's people out there that need this game, man. That need this information. Yeah, of this course, game is you're good. trying to save lives. Like, Lucky, you know what? Like, uh, what am I thinking? Right, no, I'm no, crazy. you're right. No, wait, no, it's not that it's going to save your life. It's real good, man. It's healthy. I feel good when I drink it. And like, and I only can make sixteen gallons at a time. And once I make these sixteen, 16 gallons, gallons <laughs> I can, can only make sixteen gallons at a time. time. It, it's not enough to go around. <laughs> it the demand is so high. I, I, I get it all. What do you got like a storage unit? No, you no, keep no, this no. Stuff hey, hey, the dude at the market is like, man. Where, where do you even find sixteen empty gallon right. containers? Especially wow. now, like, like right now to make it, it was too much, man. Like you don't even want to know what I went through like a few weeks. Now ago. let me ask you something. With all the time, labor, and ingredients, and everything right. you've had to buy for these, right. If you were to package this stuff and sell it, right. what do you think would be fair market price for a gallon of this green juice? Yeah. $18 a gallon. That seems cheap, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that, that's, that sounds For the doable. magic that this stuff does. Yeah. Not only, I $18 mean, they, uh, by the way, you know, Steve and I are laughing and joking around. It's only because we know how good this shit is. Yeah, it's, it's actually fantastic, it's fantastic, right? Well, right. Thank okay. you, Lefty. I put, Lefty. The, I put the, uh, the, the, the uh, apple cider vinegar in it. Yeah, one whole out of control. Bottle. I yeah. feel like and, and, pumped up right now. Right. I'm about to take off my I flannel. Just took off, I just took I know, off. I know, man. Lemonade. That shit's got I'm me thinking. bumped up. Let's I'm like just, hot. I say you, we. I say we put the show on hold. We go do a routine in the backyard, okay, hold, and we'll come oh, back. Oh, and right. fire you up. Hey, shit. hey, listen. Okay. After, so you said all that the ginger. Now okay. I'm gonna. My, I'm my, gonna listen. I'm gonna. Can I drink this now? Let me try. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yeah, he down that whole thing. Are you okay? Wait a minute. Are you okay? Hit him on the back. Hit him on the back. Heimick, Heimick, Heimick. You all right? Yeah, man, that's smooth. Man, that's goes that down ginger, easy. Ginger, dude. Yeah. I felt it like hitting that coronavirus and knocking it out. Like yeah. it was just, that corona was just getting a foothold in my lungs, and that fucking ginger just cleared it out. Huh? <laughs> he can breathe. Look at him. He's breathing again. Cucumber, celery. It's like seven things in there. Yeah. That is fucking. You know what? You should call it that. Seven things in there. Seven things. It's like seven things in it's there. It's the seven thing. Like it's a, the seven thing. Seven thing juice. The yeah. Se the seven ribbons of wonder. Yeah. Did you know what that was? No. You never knew about that? What's that? 
I don't know. La Hugo 7. No, no. Some Asians, some Asians brought that to like the seven ribbons of wonder. Like I don't know about that. Dude, hey, hey, let me ask you a question. I know, I know that it's hey. I know so, I know that Listen. the coronavirus hey, came out of China. Los siete Hugo. Remember when we were in the pen? Yeah. Remember, do you remember those dudes that used to pop their weenie and stick the marble in there? Do you remember that? Oh, Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was doing that. Now, gang of youngsters were doing that shit. attention now. Yeah, a gang of. Wait, a marble. <laughs> they would take, they would take, like, you, have, you get, like, a sharpened, you know, make a sharpened tool. Some okay. Some type of a sharpened tool that would okay. be kind of like a, a scalpel. Yeah. And what they would do is they would, they would take the their cock, right? And you would yeah. puncture a hole through through the skin. You'd pull the skin, and you'd puncture a hole through. And what you'd shove in is a marble in your the, cock. In your cock, so that the cock can be like if you can imagine the cock's out like this. Yeah, the balls would be there, and they would roll around either side. And guys would put like two or three in. So when you're actually yeah, but fucking, <sighs> that's hitting. The chick's clit, right? The clitoris. Right. Okay. okay, so, so like that's that's cock- like wait now that's a concept behind it, and what they would use, what they would put in there, because you don't have access to glass marbles or steel marbles or anything. So what they would take is the deodorant. You know the little ball and the roller deodorant. Yeah, that ball, they'd they'd sand that thing, not sand it down, but you'd put it on the ground of the cell, and you would just roll, roll, roll until it rolls down to a certain size perfectly round and then they'd cut open it up and they'd put the marble in then they'd fucking close it up and in a couple days the skin would heal and uh wait a second yeah man wait a second yeah okay a wait, gang wait. of gang of youngsters were doing that shit man, in the joint weren't they is, well, like if you didn't have a righteous glass marble and you would do it the other way yeah he's did, saying deodorant you, ball you, live, you were a pro and a chest piece i seen them melt the chest piece down. like the like a oh like yeah a, like yeah, a they, like a knight like this is what they do look so first of all them youngsters they ain't got no brain so what would they so right. if you didn't they were have, using the, they were using the deodorant right, ball, yeah, ball a lot yeah, but look if you didn't have the righteous uh uh if you didn't have the righteous marble mm-hmm. what ended up happening is is uh is it was a 92 percent rate that that thing wasn't gonna your body would have rejected, rejected it. it and what it was happening is a lot of dudes were getting like infected they were they were getting oh yeah oh wait yeah. A second, yeah. Wait a second, yeah wait a second wait a second wait a second wait a second shit blew up hold on a second i don't get this so the idea was for her pleasure Right. right. Okay. And you like chicks are gonna like this. Yeah, right. because what I'm gonna tell you what happens. So I talked to a lot of chicks. Now they I, they might like a cock ring. I've never heard a chick be like, "I wish my man would stick a marble." No, in but I'm gonna tell you like, uh, no, this is because it's an Asian thing. Because the Asians they put the pearls, like the Asians, man. And he, he, he pulled it up. You got it. Seven, Read it. Seven ribbons of Hathor? seven ribbons or something. Look. So what they would do is seven let me ribbons. explain what they do. So yeah. I've seen the process, man. I, you I'm like, seen it? I yeah. Like, how are you gonna like, see? They were doing it. They were doing like, it out in open. Yeah. The homeboy's like, I'm gonna teach you how to do it. Yeah. I'm like, I ain't gonna fuck with nobody because you first of all you gotta like you gotta put the glove on. They use a lot of antibiotic. They start getting that shit. What they do is they pull the foreskin up like you know this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the dude gets the toothbrush or whatever he his little sharpened up whatever. Yeah, that shit is sharp, man. It's like you could use that motherfucker as a weapon and right. to pierce. 
And what they would do is he'd pop that motherfucker, man. Oh. Push right through it. the foreskin. Yeah, you would hear it pop. What? Yeah, man, they were doing this shit sober. He'd pop it. Oh, yeah, sober, no Novocaine, no nothing. Stick that fucking marble Balling. Up there and, and then tie wrap it with it up. a t-shirt. And right. Wrap, <laughs> wrap it up with and a t-shirt. dude would have to just kick it for like a couple days. And then the homeboy's like, man, just the only thing, like, like the homie was like, man, you know, I was like, what's up, man? Why are you making that face? He's like, no, I'm kind of getting an erection and it don't feel right. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, I can imagine. They're like, hey, OG. Like, did it sound like that? Hey, Lep, you want one? I'm like, no, I'm cool, man. Hey, Lep, like, hey, I'm hey. pulling up my foreskin here. Give me my toothbrush. Right. Did it sound like this? Yep. Yep. <laughs> a little bit lower, though. You know what I mean? Listen, man, anytime yeah. you're putting right. a sharp object right. to your family jewels yeah. and making any kind of incision, that's yeah. a bad... Right. Th- that's an incision that's a... You don't even a, have to tell me this. That's a, right. an incision that's a bad decision. No, listen. Bad, yeah, you yeah. don't even yeah, have to... Like, that. that's... Like, you know, sometimes they put a warning label on shit. Right. That, you, that, you don't need a warning label to be wow. like, keep sharp objects, objects away, away from, from your my, cock. Exactly. What right. the fuck? What I was looking at these dudes like, man, you're tripping, bro. There was the whole, last time I, I put something through my fucking cock. Hey, there was a whole bunch of cats. They was doing like cutting the tongue with the with the. Oh yeah, splitting yeah, their tongue. Dude, I would split were, my tongue before I'd split my cock. But I'm not hey, doing hey, that so, either. So even like, because I seen the after the way the tongue, the tongue be moving like split. Yeah, it looked pretty fuck. crazy. Look crazy, but fuck that. Man, fuck all that, man. Roll, I'm like, and they're piercing their tongues too. Shit, like, putting the comb piece. I was like, man, oh, it was on crazy. Like, yeah, man. Like, 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 tripping. Man, yeah, yeah like, man. You bored? You yeah. A whole bunch of you know what? That's what's gonna happen during this lockdown. It's gonna be a lot of people putting marbles in their dick. Yep. Fucking toothbrush through their nose. Coming out with the fish tongue. Why do people always gotta? fuck with the dick i don't understand that I don't like know, man. you know what even listen and i'm not None trying to cast dispersions on anyone's faith but i do definitely think about like 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 uh circumcision i'm like why did the, it was it abraham who was it who was it who to god told abraham he said go out and get a sharp rock and cut your own foreskin off your own dick I, 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 well, I don't up, get that. I don't know because I hit up some like I, I know some women. I don't know. I'm circumcised. Yeah, though. I know some women that. No, have, but I'm, and saying, I'm happy. Yeah, but you got circumcised when? Uh, at birth, fifty years ago. Yeah, yeah and by who? <laughs> a doctor, yeah, right? And and and, and and it was all clean instruments. Can you right. imagine if God came down and told you? Right, like in the Jewish faith, it says, right. and in a lot of non-Jews, get I might not, I might have not. God done came it down and said, "Get a sharp rock, right. mm-hmm. go into oh, the yeah. woods and saw it off, and saw your Pop dick skin off." That's ah, crazy. Well, that's what they yeah. were doing back then, man. Man, you know what? Thank God, video games came along yeah. because you know what? If they didn't have video games, they'd be fucking with their dick all day. <sighs> I don't know. Now, let me ask you a question. We got three people on the mic, right? right? But yeah. then there's a fourth. You know, because if anybody knows anything, everybody knows that. Um, we know Lucky can sniff out when something ain't true. Hold on a second. We got Big Lep, right? He's got a little buddy, <laughs> right? He's got a Big Lep is like the skipper on mm-hmm. Gilligan's Island. And, that's a good one. and his Gilligan. little buddy, uh, Schmitty, is Gilligan. Schmitty <laughs> is Gilligan, right? So, Steve. First of all, why don't you let us know why? Why is Gilligan on the island? Why is he not on the mic? Because Schmitty was telling a story the other day to us, and the story wasn't fucking was not washing at all. Right. And uh, one thing that we do on this hard luck show, 
If we keep it, he's honest. We keep it. Hold the fuck, on, man. Don't even go there, man. Hold I don't want you on. Yeah. Hold, Hold on, on a minute. Hold, Hold on, on a minute. Let me remind everybody something. This yes. is a hard luck show. Right. So when I'm fucking talking, everybody shut the fuck up. There you go. Now, when something ain't washing, right, and it's on the hard luck show, yeah, your ass is getting thrown out. You right. might get thrown out on your ass. Right. So we had somebody on here that wasn't being completely honest. And so, I, instead of throwing him out on his ass, I put him in the penalty box with a honey bun. Seven <laughs> Eleven honey bun. Sit your ass on the couch right. and no microphone for you. Right now, my kind partner, right, who's a massively uh, successful attorney, said, "Why don't we have a little trial? Mister Frank DeMarco can represent yeah. Smitty Witty." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I was going to prosecute. Yeah. We got Big Lux as the prosecutor. Mm -hmm. We've got Frank DeMarco Esquire as Schmitty's defense counsel. I I got pro per experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's got he's got proper. Are you the judge? And uh, yeah, it's going to be American Indian judge judge. I'm known as the scalping judge scalping judge. And I'll determine whether or not Schmitty. Gets to keep the skin on his head, or are we going to pop it like one of them foreskins and slap a marble in there? Instead of Judge Judy, it's Judge Shumi. <laughs> Judge Shumi. Raise your right hand, bro. Do you swear to tell hey, the whole truth? Oh, you don't absolutely. do that. Yeah, man. Bro, you're not the you judge. Smoking, you're man? a fucking uh, you're a defense attorney, bro. Whole truth. Yeah. First of all, this is what happens. Let me. Hey. You're not a district attorney. You're a defense You've attorney. You've been in court many, enough times. You should know the difference. Oh, now, look. Yeah, big, all right. Counsel, please make your appearances. Uh, I, I'm, I'm here to represent Mr. Uh, Brian Wells on behalf of the County of Los Angeles. Okay, and who defender. the and, and who are you, sir? I am Mr. Uh, Frank uh, Frank O. G. DeMarco, uh, and I'm going to uh, represent this gentleman in the case of uh, the ants that didn't fall. That he was stated that fell. That we're trying to figure out whether the ants hit his mouth or they. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's enough, Counselor. You're rambling. You're rambling, yeah. Counselor. Okay, you add too anything. much juice. Okay, and for the people of the Hard Luck Show, who is prosecuting? I'm prosecuting attorney. Okay, your name, sir, for the L- record? Lucky Luciano. Great, excellent. Okay, all right. Uh, defense counsel, call your first witness. Uh, I'm uh, I'm the, I'm the first witness. You're I, not I, a witness. You're a counsel fool. Uh, Call your witness, sucker. Call your witness. Call your witness. My first witness is Mr. Schmitty. Okay. All right. <laughs> Schmitty is taking the stand. He's got a big fat ass. It's taking him a long time. I'm not ready to take we the had fifth. to widen the we had to widen the stand so he can sit down there. And he's got a honey bun. Okay, sir. I'm holding. Hey, defense counsel, hand me that honey bun. Yeah, I need. Uh, hand me that honey bun. I could use it at any time. All right, Schmidt. All right, Schmitty. All right, Schmidt. Put your hand on the honey. Put your hand on the honey bun. Raise your other hand. That's right. Do you swear to tell the whole truth, the nothing but the truth? So help you, honey bun. So help me, honey bun. Okay, mm, there okay. you go. You, the, the witness may take yeah. the stand. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Go, um, go ahead, defense counsel. I want to uh, bring to the table that this individual <laughs> was uh, uh, accused of. Uh, Explaining uh, uh, the tree story where ants <laughs> fell off of a tree. I don't even remember what the fuck it was. Ants, you're right, correct? All right, sir. Uh, uh, Schmitty. 
uh, defense counsel says uh, that you proffered a story. You are being charged, sir, yeah. for perjury on it's the high to come seas. Back to me. Right, and buggery in a sober living. That you, uh, that you, sir, claim that you were walking with your mouth open and an ant <laughs> fell out of a tree yes, yes. and landed in your mouth and you ate it and said it was oh. bitter. Do you recall that statement, that's, sir? That was, I think that's the most bitter thing I've ever tasted in my life. Yeah. Why I had my mouth open looking up is beyond me because <laughs> birds are under the trees as well. All right, Schmitty. So do you stand by that story, sir? Yes. yes okay. That, that All right, black pro- ant was a nasty fucker. Okay, Mr. Lux, uh, would you like to cross-examine the witness? Yes, I would. All right, please go ahead, sir. Mr. Schmitty. Yes. Besides this occasion in which you claim <laughs> an ant fell off a tree, yeah. might, might I ask you this? Yes. When outside of that incident have you ever seen an ant fall off of anything? <laughs> and let me remind you, you are sworn into the court, sir. Yeah, you are Dang. under oath. Well, you are under oath. When was the last time in your 65 years of life, or 62, yeah. did you see an ant fall off of anything? I think it was out to get me. I just uh, my luckiest. Please answer the question. The court reporter is trying to take this down. Uh, w- it, 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 Okay, go ahead, Schmidt. It what, had it answer out the for question. Me. It had it out for me. I don't know what I did to it, but I'm just getting to be back for something. That order I did. in the court. Order in, in the, the court. court. God damn it. That's not the question. Uh, Mr. Prosecutor, can you please re ask the question to the witness? When Mr. Schmitty, what? Stop talking when I'm talking. <laughs> Mr. Schmitty. You're being treated again, as a hostile please, witness. <laughs> uh, besides this one story that you're claiming, yeah. when have you ever seen an ant? Fall off of anything, get blown off of anything, turn anything upside down, the wind blow off. When have you seen an ant lose its grip on anything in your life? Ever? Ne- actually, never. But they're so oh, small. They're so small, you can't see them. That's right. Except that's, when you got them you under the magnifying hey, glass. Hey, oh, that's... so you're walking around with a magnifying glass <laughs> looking up in the sky with your eye, mouth open. Is that correct? Well, that day, no. That day, I was hiding the magnifying glass. And where, sir, were you hiding it? Between your butt cheeks? <laughs> At home in my drawer. In your drawers, you yes. sick bastard. Hey, quiet in the courtroom. I'm going to clear this courtroom. In this I'm, w- I'm willing to go. I think we need to go into the chambers because I'm willing to work a plea deal out. Are you willing to work a plea but deal? But if this gentleman is going to stick to that bullshit story, <laughs> we're going to fucking press for the maximum. And you know what the maximum is, right, Schmitty? Mm, you know what the maximum is. We really have to take a sharpened toothbrush and puncture your balls, <laughs> and then we're going to put a marble in it and dip it in that green juice. Ooh, man. <laughs> Schmitty, let me remind you. Let me yeah. remind you. Uh-huh. If you should suffer the consequences of receiving the maximum penalty, yeah. you may never be on that mic ever again. <laughs> I want you Not to really girls. think long and hard <laughs> about cleaning this up. Hold on a second. The court needs to intervene. Uh, does defense counsel, besides being on Facebook Live and fucking taking yeah. pictures and everything, look at his about to switch sides. Does De- Lepke looks more guilty than Schmitty. You're supposed to be defending Take your client. Take the fifth. Take the fifth. Did, you said that you had a story that defended Schmidt. You said that you had a story about a cockroach. 
No, what I'm saying here is that I, uh, the, uh, due to the, uh, the the nature of this uh, crime, I'm going to plead for him right now. <laughs> and the plea is will be an insanity. The- <laughs> <laughs> I accept. No, you accept. No, we're getting somewhere uh, now. Because I feel that maybe he might have been under the influence of some methamphetamine when he thought the ant hit his mouth. <laughs> Let me, may, I make a, uh, may I make a statement to yes, the... Uh, please, please. What would you call that? When I'm going to make a statement to the court. Yeah, make a statement to the court. I want to make a statement to the court. Go ahead. If we should allow yes. such testimony and stories yes. that are untruthful right. on the Hard Luck Show, right. where does it ever end? Oh, If we allow one, where slope. do the lies ever end? It's a slippery slope. Going, the water right? fountain 20 feet you away. Blow shit up, <laughs> so we have to contain and control the integrity <laughs> Of the hard luck show. And right. that's by people, when they come on to this show, right. they keep it 100. That's right. Now, now listen, though. You said, now, Mr. Defense Counsel, I read in a text where you said that you, that Schmitty was an honest man. Do you stand by that statement, sir? I think he might exaggerate a little when he's telling the story, <laughs> like we all do every now and then when we're explaining something. And uh, all I know is, I, if I represent Smitty, I could represent him on one thing. Yeah. I ask him, "Why the fuck do you got the shirt on, bro?" He goes, "Because I represent this, yes. and I'm down with this." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, well you're on the fucking couch because you know I don't know they, you're going into the penalty." <laughs> all right, yep. all right. You're don't try to sway, don't try to sway the court no, with flattery. Sweeten it up now, Smitty. This is how we gotta do it, bro. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy, right? Maybe so sometimes. From now on, you got life first though. Like when you drank that fucking drink and I smelled it and you weren't honest. Hey, he comes up car. and hugs me. What the you're hell? Gonna, yeah, you're gonna be asleep in that fucking car for three days. But sir, sir, uh, Mr. Counselor, Mr. Defense Counsel, uh, I recall though you had a story about another person who swallowed a bug. Uh, the roach? Yeah, can you explain the details no, of that? I just told him it was probably a roach he swallowed. Or, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. kind of roach? Yeah. I was in the, yeah. Homeboy, Tell that story, please. Homeboy was like, we were in the trap house. Okay, and you're in the trap house. all over that motherfucker, man. I remember, I walked in, homeboy was like, yeah, <laughs> fucking roach dropped his body. Ah, spit it out. I'm like, <laughs> that right back to I'm like bro, he goes, was boy, that a roach? Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> homeboy was like, was that a roach? I was like, yeah, he just went, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you ever been in them spots, Lucky? Oh, yeah. Remember how they roaches? Mm-hmm. You turn the light on and they fucking mm-hmm. Nope. Scatter. Yeah. I'm like, man. That's great. All right. Well, now listen. We ain't living with the roaches today. Mm-mm. No, sir. No, you're in a sober living with other fools. Same time bed bugs. Mind you, there is a few roaches. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. All right. Now listen. The court is adjourned. Schmitty, you've been found guilty of... Oh. Bullshit no. and fraud. Retrial. Mm-hmm. As a result, we're not going to teach you how to lose weight or strengthen your body, so now you will continue to look like a melting ice cream cone. You understand that, yeah. sir? Where can I get the, the ball? The, the marble. The mar- he wants to put the a marble in his... Marble? <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck this. You don't want the marble. Can you buy those? Somebody does it. You can probably take oh, it. I'm not going to do it. Oh, now now everybody's going to look it up. Now no, it's like something they do. Like, I like. let me say something. I talked to like. Hey, Canelo, the rapper, joined. But look. You guys hey. want to make a shout out to Canelo? Big shout out to Canelo. 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 What's up, homie? Canelo. From Yo. the west side, baby. West side. Yo, west side. Yeah, Schmitty. From the H. Canelo. All right. No, don't. There you go. Right. All right, don't be fucked up. SK Mob. Canelo <laughs> throws it back. Shout out to the dead end. Mm-hmm. Mariposa yep. and uh, the homies live over there. I'm Mariposa. Dead end to the hood. My homeboy, you know, they all live here. Yeah, the Harpies, man. Kiki. 
<laughs> Name a few of them homies I used to. I grew up with a whole bunch of them, man. Hey, Conejo says that he's gonna pull up on all of us pretty soon. Yeah, we mm-hmm. need you out here, bro. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> hey. I believe it yeah. when I see it. Hey, yeah. what they tell, hey, wait, what they say to the other homie when he said he's coming? Uh, hey, hey, G, you got the what? What? Talking part down. No. <laughs> <laughs> got the yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. Wait right there. No, wait a minute. I got a feeling that homie. I hope up. so. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on down here, man. Yeah. yeah. We do a West Lost show. We That's do some right. History on West LA. There you go. That's the it. There you Harvard go. Park. We're there getting, you go. We do one on yeah. Because I used to kick it right there. Let me tell you, I used to kick it in the hub. I yeah. used to sell Schmidt. dope. I used to sell dope with his homeboy Kiki right there on Union. Smitty, wake up, man. You know what? This dude's going on the couch as soon as we're done recording, bro. Because No, check this out. I used to kick it. Listen, where I used to kick Back in the day, man, we were selling the heroin and the rocks right there by the Pep Boys. Shout out on Hoover and motherfucking Washington and fucking Union. Right there, man, where we were selling big. It was on and popping right there. Right up the street was Burlington. It was on and cracking. And that's a park right there. What's the name of that? Let me think of that park. Not Burlington. Park, uh, what's that park, man? It's gonna fuck with me. Where 18 used to kick it it's, on what street? It's on Union in between Venice and Washington. It's not Queen Anne's. It I'm was not a, sure. Tell Cornejo, what's that park over there off of Union? Mm-hmm. See if he hits you up. Uh, on Queen, it, it was where 18 used to kick it. I forget the name of it. Not Bellevue, man. Hey, it's been so long since I ran around there. So, uh, hold on, here we on. are. What do we, what do we got here going on for the day to day here? You know gentlemen? what? Listen, listen, listen. Let's all stop fucking around and pulling each other's wangs and acting you know, stupid. I'm popping marbles in our day. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Enough <laughs> with the fucking jack off stories. How about the tattoos? Toberman? Toberman. Toberman Park. Man, man, that was a cold spot. Man. Hey, Canelo put that up, and then yeah, it looked like you got hit with a fucking hey, cattle prod. You, you just right, woke up. Right, I'm gonna give you some history. Go. Toberman Park was mm-hmm. where we used to go get the water, Lucky. Germs a motherfucker. From the Malditos, from 18 the Malditos. Remember that mm-hmm. click? Yep. They were in oh, the yeah. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that was 18's part before Burlington came into the equation. Toberman yeah, Park. Dog, I was always going out to State Street to get the water. Oh, that shit was... Oh, man. <sighs> yeah, I was always going down there to State Street. Down, shout out know, to the homies over there. Yeah, shout, so, out, shout out to Shadow from uh, Flats. I used to sell Buddy and them, sell the water in Aliso Village. Mm. Back in those days. Yeah. All right, guys, you hear the music right now. And we're going to say goodbye on live because uh, we're going to get to the meat of the show right That's now. That's right. You got you to download to listen to it. Adios. Adios. Now, do you know what this, do you know what this song is from? Game show? Do you know what this song is from? What's it from? It is from. A documentary called Exhausted. Oh, yeah. Made about John Holmes. Mm. Now, I'm going to ask you, Lucky, why would we transition to the new subject by listening to this? Well, we have been talking about doing a show, a.k.a. called Four on the Floor. We're going to go deep on the Wonderland murders. We're going to go deep. Or maybe one of the most grisly, gritty, grimy, horrific murders. Right. Nothing nice. Multiple murders. Unsolved. Cold case. Unsolved. This is Hollywood Hills 
sex, porn, drugs, money, and murder. Right. Schmitty, have you ever heard of John Holmes? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, that was the Johnny, John the Wad. Johnny Wad. Johnny Wad. Johnny Wad. Hey, uh, let Big I grew Le- up on that shit. I used to sneak in the Pussycat Theater. Yeah, Pussycat Theater right, right there. Right there on Santa Monica, man. Yeah. I used to wait at the exit. Me and my homeboy, Big Dave, we'd be sniffing paint, smoking weed, drinking, and we try to get away from the cops. So what we do is when somebody would pop out of that theater, we used to sneak in. So I grew up watching that bullshit. That's why I think my mind is warped. I'm all fucked up. I started out like like I was one of them individuals that I, I had to learn. Like my mother, I didn't have a father. Nobody told me how the birds and the bees was going down. I had to learn through the streets, man, in Hollywood in the, in, in the early 70s. Man, when I was in 1973, man, when my mother was having them orgies and having her house all fucked up in Hollywood, I would wake up in the middle of the night. It'd be orgies going on. She'd have fucking hey. Frank Zappa and all these crazy motherfuckers over there. You know, and, uh, and, and and you know, yeah, my, yeah. So yeah, we'll get into that on another on another deal. So I had to learn. Take basic, your pick. Wait, basic, I don't I don't see anything. Oh no! Okay. Basically, oh. I learned on uh, the 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 birds and the bees. Man, was um, through you know the prostitution was real big up on the track on Laurel on Laurel by Laurel Canyon. What that, year are you talking about? I'm talking, man, I'm going back to when 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 there was when there was eight. When, when everybody was on the corner eight at a time, and 70. Denny's was popping on Sunset. A lot of people for that, ones that don't know, that's the original track. You know what I'm saying? La Brea, Sunset, Crescent Heights. Anything yeah. past Crescent Heights was 200 and up. Let's start. Let's uh. So let let's 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 get into. Let's get right into. So that's how I knew John Holmes because I used to sneak into those movies and I used to know it was Vanessa Del Rio. Yeah. John Holmes. I could go down the line. Right. That, yeah. That was the, oh, oh, that was back it early. That was right. early in the seventies. Right. Um. So let's let's. Where do you want to start with? Uh, what do you want to start with? With Starwood. With no, no. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna God start with the whole it. thing, bro. <laughs> we gotta. You know. Chumon's got a guideline. We're gonna kind of follow that guideline. I've done some uh, some uh, some some work you know on this. I know about this case because I was a kid watching this all go down. But Chumahan's gone deep on some legalities in the story, and I know you have personal experience as well. Right. You guys are gonna add the color. Cool. Right. I'm just gonna add the whatever. Right. So for the, actually, the first thing that I want to say, or at least I want to know, is first number one. <clears throat> uh, so the murders happened on July 1st, 1981. That's right. Yes. Okay. So before we get there, Steve, where were you? What were you doing? How old were you when you heard about these murders? I, I was about 12 or 13. I think I was about 12 or 13 years old. Um, I was living on Sherborne by Pico and La Cienega, right. my mom's at the time. And, uh, you know, it was all over the news and i'm talking about this thing was all over the news every magazine story had come out in the la times and as things started to unfold the la weekly rolling stone they all started doing these huge stories on these murders man and the thing was is that yes there was there's rock and roll there's drugs there's porn stars mixed up in this whole thing but on top of that, because probably those subjects alone would get you reading the article. Right. But now you've got horrific quadruple murders, right? Right. right. Not done with a shooting. No. 
This is done with a pipe and bat, right? Right. right. People beat to death. And it all happens in the beautiful setting of Wonderland, which is up in the canyons of Hollywood, bro. All right. So, Wonderland is what? It's a road up in the Laurel Canyons. Yep. 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 And, so wait a second. Um, Where were you at when you heard about the Wonderland murders? I was in the Youth Authority. Damn. Damn. I was in YA, yeah. And what did you think? Well, because my mother lived, my mother, like, like the house we were living in in the, in the, in the 80s, we moved off of uh, Stanley and Oakwood by, down there by CBS Studios in the Borscht Belt. We had mm-hmm. moved up to Laurel, being between where the comedy store is now, which used to, or the Laugh Factory, that's the Laugh Factory, Greenblatt's Deli. My mother lived right on that street, so I lived uh, in between uh, Fountain and, 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 and Sunset. And then, uh, and then the next street over was Crescent Heights. But Crescent Heights turned into Laurel Canyon. Right. You so go as, up. So if you right. go north exactly. on Crescent Heights, right, it starts going up yeah. into the hills a little bit. Right. And so Wonderland is a road right. that, me, that's what? That, it's okay. I can explain a little bit. So what you do is I used to hike those mountains. Man. That Did was you? A, the first dead body I ever found, when I ever found a dead person, we were up there hiking. Whenever I found a dead I mean, person. No, no, yeah, no, each no, time no, I found no, a dead no, person, no, whenever that would happen. No, I'll tell you what he happened. says it like, so like, around, like, yeah. like no, no, found 20 of them. This is like early 70s. We were up there hiking because we, you know, we went up there. And then plus a lot of my friends that I grew up with, their parents lived up there. I, like a lot of people, I'm thinking who, like... Was it Joni Mitchell or it was one of... Dude, the whole anyway, Laurel me, Canyon right, sound. Absolutely, the man. Joni Mitchell. Right, fucking... Right, right, right. It's a whole community up Crosby there, man. Stills in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking just, all those potheads. There were communes up there. Yeah, exactly. You got you to gotta remember, this is Jim also Morrison. Manson and right. all, all this stuff right. all kind of like blending right. in right. at this, this weird... Uh, because it was it was still a little bit out of the city. Exactly. Right? It was still a little bit in the wilderness of the yeah, city. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of what was going on in like Topanga was right. going on in the Laurel Same Canyon exactly. area. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and they also said that uh Lang or one of them detectives explained that Tom Lang. Tom Lang. Tom what Lang. he did was he uh he was explaining that 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 Los Angeles like the the, the LA Hadn't seen anything like that since Manson. Manson, uh, yeah, since right. the La Bianca Tate and, uh, and, and the in actuality, it's described right. as way more brutal right. than yep. what was it the was, Manson yeah. murders. Yeah, because they went in there and they were te- they were they, they, they went in there mm. to teach somebody a lesson. I don't know. I don't necessarily know about that. I mean, Tate, t- the Tate, she was the Tate murders yeah, were pretty bad. horrific but too. They were weighing it like when he did right. the interview. They were weighing that on the same scale as. Brutality, Absolutely. brutality through drugs and and whatever else. Okay. Is a lot of people don't also know that the people that were that owned that home, the yeah. people that owned it, yeah. were uh, it was I think some ex cons. They weren't like they weren't uh, uh, people personalities that were uh, that were uh, like in the industry or nothing. They were just fucking addicts trying to get another shot. Okay, man, so check that. Yeah, and, and they weren't like innocent. They weren't innocent people. Oh, that were like that. Yeah, that's hold right. on. All right. Jesus Christ, we just got to a certain level. That's the green juice is starting to kick in. Okay, so so <clears throat> the Wonderland murders are called Wonderland because it was on Wonderland Road. And this house, you can still go there. It's at 8763 Wonderland Avenue. You yep. could YouTube it and they'll give you the tour. They go from the Eddie Nash from the Wonderland house to the Eddie Nash house. They were doing the little drive on that. Right. So check this out. If you go on to Zillow, 
I went right. on to Zillow. Do you know that that house is worth a million dollars right now? You could well, buy some, that. Who bought it? Somebody bought it. There was some, like some, uh, a rock and roll dude had it. Yeah. Who was it? The I don't know. Ted Nugent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a fucking Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. One of the Black Crows or something. Like yeah. Probably. Shemp Colson. Shemp Colson. Shemp Colson bought it. All right, so <clears throat> so anyway, go on Zillow. It's worth a million bucks, and it's still the same right. as it was. And it's described as like a row house, which means that it's kind of narrow, but it's got like four yeah, levels that right. go up. Three levels. Townhouse. Three right, three levels. Three, levels. three levels. Right, exactly. Right. And it's called Four on the Floor also, right. right? It was dubbed Four on the Floor. Why was it dubbed Four on the Floor? Because our, there was really, actually, there was five people. You got it, right? Right, right, you right. right. One didn't make, one right. didn't die. Right. Oh, yeah, the girl yeah. lived. Barbara? What was her name? I will get to I think right. it was Barbara Richardson. Right. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. survived, but she was Had like, amnesia. It fucked her up, yeah. Yeah, it fucked her up. All right, so let's go to, so anyway. How do you four, even, like, what do you, what, well, we'll get there. Okay, right. because I was going to say, it's four on the floor because four were dead, dead on the on floor, floor. Yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, so they we, were dead. They were dead. And they were even saying, like, people were going up there to cops. Oh, yeah. No, they yeah, were. They yeah. went and stepped over the bodies. Yeah, they, were they stole looking, jewelry, right, right. They were money out of the pockets. Yeah, they yeah. found dope. They went up there and got, yeah. yeah, yeah. They didn't say shit. You did, did, a lot of people don't know this. I'm uh -huh. going to tell you something that I kind of, like, feel in my heart. That uh -huh. A lot of people don't know this, that... I don't think after they went in there and did that, whoever it was that did it, like, we can't, like, we're, 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 we're not in a place to where we can start, like, saying, oh, well, we know who fucking killed them. No, but I am in a place to let you know that those killers went in there and did that and left the drugs there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they did. They so they didn't need the drugs. No, they didn't. No. They were just, they were trying to send a message. But it's true what you said. There was people, dope fiends, that went in right. while they were dead, yeah. grabbed the stash, or whatever and left. Was there. And yeah. it wasn't until later, and I think it was like some movers across yeah. the street heard a woman exactly. moan. It was a woman next door. Right. Yeah, yeah, a guy heard a woman moaning. They, they, and, and so what they said was, uh, they said that right. there, that place had a drug scene. Yeah, yeah. It was the Wonderland Gang, they who was like one of the biggest cocaine right. people in L.A. Dealers. dealers. They, weren't, they weren't great they were people. They were dealing. But they were dealing. Yeah, yeah. And so... They said that there was parties there all the time, and you'd hear screaming and yelling and fighting right. all the time. So when they heard it that yeah. night, except it was murdering, yeah. they didn't call they the didn't, cops. Right. They, it was just normal. Thought, or they thought it was some therapeutic was, primal yeah, screaming. They even, <laughs> hey, they, there, there, was even, there was even a story the neighbor was like, yeah, a VCR went flying out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you want to know something? The murders took place, and it was 12 hours right. later right. when the mover, when the mover right. went over because yeah, you heard the moaning right. of a woman. That's right. right. But in between that... Detectives say that they say there might have been as many as 50 people yeah. that have gone through the crime scene, taking money, drugs, jewelry, emptied right. their pockets, right. stepped over the bodies. And right. like They weren't saying shit. They were like, get mine, get out of here. Right. So you know? what's that? Taco. Taco? What's shout up, out, Taco? Shout out to Taco from Atwood. Carne asada taco. Taco, Carne taco asada. from Atwood. Where's the tostada? Where's our pastor? Yeah, what's up? You on the, hey, you on the podcast, baby. You got anything to say? El Taco. Say something. Hey, the Four Corners? Four you Corners? Are, yeah, we're doing the Four Corners. Four man. on the How floor. You know? No, we're doing the Four... Uh, no, we ain't, we're from the... Yeah, you, you, you got it fucked up, homie. Now, look, look. <laughs> what's up? What's up? That's Chumaha. Yo, what's up, Taco? Taco, where you at? Hey. All right, wherever you're at, that'll hold you. All right, check it out. So look, Lep, right now we're looking at the crime scene oh, video. Yeah, that's that, that's the living this room. This is one of get on that mic. This that's is one of the room. this is one of the first times. Right. right? And if you look 
The did, blood splatter. Look at that. Did you know, uh, uh, with the law that you do, what is it? Listen, did you know this was the first? Yes. Actually, tell us. Video. Yeah. This video is the first video that was the, used in a criminal case. Yep. Yep. Narcotics paraphernalia is evident on the coffee table. Why do they even call it a coffee table? No one puts coffee on it. Right. I mean, everyone just puts their drugs on it's the a coffee dining yeah. room table. Yeah. They should just call it a drug table. Right. That's what no, a dining room table is, is what you dine off of. Oh, that's, that's the big one. Yeah. No, I mean, who's, so who sits around in a, on a right. coffee table? The only time you use it, you put your fucking video game yeah. shit on there, and you put your dough on there. Your ashtray. And your stash. Especially, hey, look, it's not that we're looking at it. Especially, yeah. there's been a lot. I mean, you can already tell. There's probably been a lot of shit on that fucking table. You could probably, <laughs> yeah, you could probably lick that <laughs> table and be yeah. high for like a week. I don't know, but on one on that footage, if you go up some, like you get up to that third room or yeah. the, one of the rooms, yeah. They have a drawer that looked like it was just caked with powder coke, man. And it was. It, right? It, it was. was. Yeah. It was. Okay, so let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about this for a second. And now I'm going to give you guys a little bit of stuff. Because, you know, some of the characters, part of what makes the Wonderland murders. Now, look, the Wonderland murders spurned, right? Spermed? Spermed. Spurned. Gave rise to engendered. Spawned. Spawned. Good one. Uh, w- uh, a couple of movies. First, there was the yeah, movie where yeah. Val Kilmer is the guy that plays John Holmes right, or whatever. Right, you can right. believe that. That shit. wasn't the first movie. And then there's also Boogie Nights. Right. Right, which is Morph- about John Mark- Holmes. Marky Mark. Right. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. More fiction. Was it Marky Mark and the Get Fresh Crew? Oh, no. no funky, funky Bunch. bunch. That's yeah. right. He was young. He was yeah, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, say what you want. That guy parlayed that in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't mad about Wahlberg. He okay. Okay. So, all right. So, July first, nineteen eighty one, right? And it was called the Wonderland Gang, right? Mm-hmm. And and three of them were present: Ron Lanius, mm. Bill Deverell, right. and Joy Miller. And it wasn't Bill. Uh, B- Bill was the uh, leader. He, uh, no, Ron was Ron the leader. Ron was the leader. Lummis. Right, Ron. Ron Lanius was the Who leader. Who was the one? David. Something. There was a guy that got away. Yeah, yeah he was out doing some other McCourt. shit. McCourt. McCourt. David McCourt. McCourt. He got the fuck up out of there. He was the he getaway driver. He left this girl. Yeah. He was he the getaway. He was like, go ahead, I ain't tripping. Yeah. And he went and met up with another bride. He was a biker from San Fernando Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. They had ties to that other shit too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. yeah. They had ties to that. There was something that came out of the joint, and they yeah. were like pushing the line in that area. All right. So the Wonderland Wonderland Gang, right? They were at eight seven six three Wonderland Avenue. That's what they were called. It's the Laurel Canyon section of Los Angeles. Mm. Yep. Uh, the leader, okay, his name was Ronald Lee Ron Lanius. He was a second in command, uh, was William Billy Deverell. And it was Joy's house, right? Yeah, that's right. That was Joy's that's house. That's right. Joy. Joy Audrey Goldmiller. Right. And she, she was, was she the was leaseholder for the townhouse. Best friends yeah. with Chuck Negron. And she was a, hey, she was a, she, she but, came from a wealthy family. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. And she turned into a dope fiend. Yeah. And kind of just slid down slid the slide, down, especially yep. up in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, it's but she came from like a, she came from a flu an affluent family yeah. with money, yeah. and she turned into dope. Was her family affluent, like on the West Coast or East Coast? I think or? they were no, they were somewhere else. Yeah, they I think they were the East West. Coast people. I yeah. believe they're from like we could be wrong. Yeah, but I think they were like East Coast of, money. One of the girls that was in somebody. It wasn't. It, so listen, okay. So like, then it's Tracy Raymond McCourt. Now Tracy McCourt was right. the was the driver. The one, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's the guy that got. Away. He got, he was in and San then David Clay, David Clay Lind was also in the in the thing. Now the thing that was fucked up about the Wonderland drug uh, 
they they did the drugs and they dealt drugs. Right. Right. And that's why when we get into this story, right, right exactly what they've pieced together they think actually has happened. Right. Because the other thing that's kind of bizarre about this case is no, what, Lucky? They What's what's the resulting bizarre nobody thing? Nobody got convicted. That's right. Yeah, nobody. Nobody. Got nobody. Everybody got away. Nobody ever got convicted for this crime. Right. You've done some shit, you got caught. Lepke's done some shit, he got caught. Uh fucking uh honey bun fucking shit. Did schmitty, some shit and didn't really get caught. And he got caught. <laughs> he got caught. He's he got been convicted doing any time. in the court of hard yeah. luck. He's doing time on the couch right now. Yeah. Um but these guys, right? <laughs> Nobody got no. And we really need to dive deep in that because I don't know how you've got, you know, fingerprints and and people pointing you in the fucking location and testification and testifying on the fact and all these everybody walked on this case. Right. And I don't. And I don't. I don't. I mean, hey, whatever's whatever. But I need to be made clear on, and we will. We'll get there on how the everybody walked on this case. It's just mind blowing to me. Hey, shut up, man. We're getting there. Fucking okay. Schmitty. Schmitty, man. Penalty box. Schmitty. We know where this Talk is going. Talk to yourself. <laughs> nice and quiet. Hey, Lepke, where's that marble for Schmitty's cock? Yeah. Half a cup. Please. All right, check Thank it out. You. I'm going to see if I can't Thank find you. it. Thank you, dog. More green juice while we're waiting for you to pull that up. Yeah, more green juice. Get the green juice going. So, all right. So, this is what right. I'm thinking. Right, I'm Go ahead, gonna play, I'm gonna play some of this. All right, that music's right on point. Right? Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, this oh, is exactly yeah. what it sounded <laughs> like. All right, around 3 a.m. on July 1st, 1981, two days after the Nash robbery, and an unknown number of unidentified men entered the Wonderland Avenue townhouse and bludgeoned to death Lanius Devereaux. Miller and Richardson, which was Lynn's girlfriend who had been visiting. The weapons used by the killers were believed to be a combination of hammers and metal pipes. Yeah. Richardson's bloody body was found on the living room floor beside the couch where she'd been sleeping that night. Miller was found on her bed with Deverell at the foot of the bed in an upright position leaning against the TV stand. A hammer was found on the bed. Lanius was found beaten to death on his bed with his gravely injured wife Susan beside him on the floor. Both bedrooms had been thoroughly searched and ransacked. Despite suffering severe brain damage in the attack, Susan ultimately survived and recovered, although she was left with permanent amnesia regarding the night of her attack. She had to have part of her skull surgically removed and lost part of one finger. I mean, dude, I'd have amnesia too if I fucking no. if that shit went down. I wouldn't remember anything either, bro. No. Whether no. I did or didn't, I tell the cops like I got amnesia. I'm not. I'm just glad to have survived that shit. I don't want fucking any. I don't. I don't need that kind of trouble. So, you know, we know that John Holmes is a porn star, and you know, he he slowly got sucked up into the world of, of cocaine dude and was man this guy was you know started doing a lot of cocaine snorting a lot of cocaine dude, you know what's crazy about mm -hmm. john holmes egotistic that, mm -hmm. well dude okay Very egotistic. 
You'd be Look, egotistical hey. too if you had a fucking thirteen-inch cock. Listen, you might have a little ego by yourself. Stop working. Hey, hold at on. The end. But the, that's true. Right. But the thing is, he is, couldn't even do nothing at the end. Yeah, but like, look, Smitty, you get, why are you? Look at him the fucking sweet room. Right when we started yeah. talking about John Holmes, he started eating hey, sweet I said 13 inch old cock, and he smiled and wrapped his mouth around that sweet roll. He smiled and winked at me. Oh, uh, dude. Oh, shit. You know what? It's time for us to We're go live. Dropping them off the hey, let's, I'm going live with Schmitty. You guys hold this show. I'm going to get close in on Schmitty eating this. Yeah, get him. We got to yeah, get bro. Schmitty on the sweet roll. Yeah. Schmitty, look at those little hands wrapped around that big sweet roll. <laughs> yeah, he is. Started. Yeah, dog. He's 13 inch cock. He got real hungry. Look at him. I swear to God, half that cinnamon roll was in his mouth when he looked over and winked at Lepke. Oh, he winked at me, bro? Oh, my goodness. Man, okay. Man. All right, guys. Look at that. Dude, I just got done talking about It's crazy. This fucking dude's crazy. I just got done talking about bludgeoning people and it slows appetite down. No. (laughs) Yeah, lick those thumbs. You got all that fucking sweet rolls on. (laughs) Poor Smitty. Schmidt. Yeah, hard luck, honey bun. Come on, Schmidt. Shout out to Chavita. Big love. Chava. Shout out to Chava. Chavita, what's up, man? Don't be shy. Look at that. Dude, dude, he's eating someone a plastic. Yeah, he's just eating that. Yeah. Get on that mic. Get on that mic, partner. All right, so. This guy got heavy, heavy, heavy into cocaine use. Now, John Holmes was doing a bunch of coke, so much so that he was even having trouble showing up and performing on, you know. Hold on, hold on. Okay, I got to recover from watching Schmitty. All right. I got to recover from that. Jobs, jobs. Yeah, yeah. Chavita's in the, say something, man, for the hard luck. Shout out to Chavita. Oh, man. Hey, we doing uh, this uh, Wonderland thing, bro. All right. Okay, so. Hold on, hold on. Right. Let me just explain what I just went through. Okay. And by the, I mean, fucking Schmidt. So, as a joke, Steve was like, all right, you know, for lying about the ant, Schmidt's on the penalty box, and, you know, we're not. Somebody on there says something. We're not, you know, we're not going to, he's not allowed to get on the mic. And then, and then I'm going to buy him a honey bunny. He's going to sit there and eat it. It was just kind of a joke. And then all of a sudden, Schmidt started eating the honey bun. And, uh, dude, it was, it was like watching, it was like watching an orangutan, like eat cheese pizza. It was just, his lips were grabbing it. It was, it was, he's licking his lips now. His mustache almost disappeared. He, uh, it was just, just jamming that thing into his mouth. Like I've never seen, it was like Mama Cass. It was like Mama Cass from the Mamas and the Papas. Oh my God. Oh my God. That was insane. Put it on. We put it on live. So hopefully you can see it. Where are you at? Uh, 
There he is. Where's He's that? eating. Look at, look at. Where's Pocatello? I don't know, man. We got to get back. Yeah. <coughs> Listen, that's. All right. Did you hear that? Listen, you want to hear Schmitty eating? Yeah. This is Schmitty eating. Here, here we go. Here we go. This is an exclusive Schmitty eating the honey bun. Here we go. He almost ate his mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's him. And he was yep, eating the wrapper. Yeah. Yep, he was yep, eating the uh, wrapper and yep. laughing. Like a little Billy Goat. He started yeah. coughing because he inhaled. Oh, you like a Billy Goat? Oh. No, the yeah. fucked up thing with he that. He ate honey, a finger. Listen, the fucked up thing with that honey bun is you started peeling that fucking honey bun open as soon as we start talking about the weenie. Well, bro, as soon <laughs> simultaneously, <laughs> I said, like, if you had a 13 inch yeah, gawk, right. you might have an ego. I looked over at him and he was smiling, wrapping his yeah. mouth around the top of that honey Smitty's bun. Smitty's from the John Holmes era. Yeah, yeah. he was. He snuck into the Pussycat Theater for yeah. a different reason. He rubbed out a few to John. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You know what he calls the rapper on the honeymoon? He mm. just calls that foreskin. That's oh, his foreskin. Man. That's it. He just oh, he's unwrapping that. So uh so John Holmes starts getting heavily okay. into Coke. Well, so the thing about John Holmes, which is crazy, is that when he started out. He was a health nut. Right. He didn't. He didn't. He smoked he didn't cigarettes, drink. but he didn't drink. He didn't do. He didn't do drugs. Well, nope. And then eventually, somehow in porn, so eventually the gateway. He started. He started smoking weed. It was he, a gateway. He was on the green juice. Nope. You no said he was, he was doing on, healthy shit. No, it wasn't on that. It wasn't. That. But you got to remember too, John Holmes. From all accounts, was a liar. He created oh, like he also he was a liar. He, he said a, he was going to UCLA. Yeah. Oh, listen, an exceptional lie. In fact, I mean, I don't know how big his dick really is because mm-hmm. no one measured it, including him. No one really knows. He never said. He would always say shit like, it's bigger than a bread box, but smaller than a Cadillac. He claimed <laughs> that his, a comedian. Yeah. He yeah. claimed that his dick was insured by Lloyd's of London right. for $14 million, a million dollars for each inch. Well, yeah, didn't he, at yeah. the end, didn't he, didn't he like go and, and fuck with the girl from Italy? He claimed, uh, no, no, no. He claimed uh, who was that, he, that like a prime minister. Dude, this guy, no, that's part of his who, bullshit. Who yeah. Was? He claimed that uh, royalty had hired him right. to sire children for them. Right. He claimed that he was a high class gigolo for all these famous chicks. He claimed to have slept with over 14,000 women. Mm-hmm. So, can I say something? Yeah, please. This, this leads and 3,000 dudes. This mm-hmm. leads us to the fact like there a cat, is actually. Let, let, let me jump to this. Listen, this, 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 this is, opens up the door to the fact like a, a gentleman like Eddie Nash, and I only call him a gentleman because this dude came to L.A. and started his business, Lucky, with a hot dog. A hot dog stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chuck, yep. right. Yep. Beef Chuck. Beef, right. So he came with he had ten bucks. Nothing. Listen, right. he had ten. So well, well, let's not mix history. and match. Let's not right. mix and match. Right. Right. So John Holmes, like, all right. So how does John Holmes become the greasy weasel between Eddie Nash and the Wonderland game? I, I know how. How? Free base cocaine. That's it, baby. Right. And what is so free some people cocaine. don't know what free base cocaine right. is. Back then it wasn't rock. No. Yeah, what it was, was that shit that it we It was base. It was base. You cooked that shit, you needed two hundred it was two hundred dollars a gram, just for the people, the listener, to know the history about free base. That's the shit Richard Pryor lit himself on fire off. Right. Uh, and this is the shit that wasn't on the street. You couldn't cop this. You had to go no, into the no. Hollywood Hills. In yep. order to get that, and you have to know how to cook yeah. it. Yeah, you had to know what, how, like, like, it, like a lot of people don't realize. This is people that were taking that fucking. It was like if you watch Snowfall, it was like that. If you, you had to know somebody who had the game on cooking that shit and did it the right way, and that shit was good. 
Yep. Right. You know the yeah. kind of dope I'm Bell ringing. About, right? With yeah. bell ringing shit, yeah. you throw up, and they motherfuckers just, my, the first time I did it. You I weren't like, peeking out the windows after no, it hit. No, you weren't fucking. You would sit down, and you would be mellow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then it would creep a little bit, like you get a little paranoid, and then, you know, you just get another. Because a $20 rock back in those days was enough. Yeah, you could sit up for a while and smoke that rock mm-hmm. until you got another $20, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah, he was fucking freebasing. He was on that. You got a lot of the listeners. So, the <clears throat> listener needs to know the drugs were different. They There was more of, like, People were uh, like, there was like pills out. There was certain types of, and it was looked at as high society. Right. You know, it was like, yeah, cocaine was something mm-hmm. that only rich people could have. Right. Mm-hmm. Eddie Nash smoked. He was a smoker. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He million was dollars, addicted. A million night. dollars. All a night. million dollars a year All on night. cocaine. Just yeah. cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And the thing about <clears throat> now, so the early life of John Holmes, right? His stepdad was real fucked up and beat the kids and all this other shit. And his stepdad would come home drunk and vomit on the kids. Oh. Vomit on the kids. And so John Holmes grew up kind of like in this violent, fucked up house. Now, John Holmes then, to get away, joined the army. And I think he joined wow. the army when he was 16. Yeah. Mm. And okay. what was it? He met the, uh, what's her name? She was a nurse. Yeah, his what wife. The his, wife. He was married. He got married. Well, yeah, he got married. So was, they started out. Right. She was a nurse. Right. And they started out. What was her name? No, Don was the other chick. No, no. Yeah, Don was the 15 year old. Girlfriend. Right. right. But his, what was her name? I forget her name. I forget man. her name too. But she was a nurse. Right. I'll find it. She it, was cool. She not only was she cool, she was cool at first. They started out as like a normal whatever. Right. right? Just, yeah, the nurse. Friends. Then and I don't know how he got into this, but his wife came home and saw him measuring his dick. Right. Right. I thought you just said he didn't measure his dick. He didn't say to anybody what the measurement was. Okay. Right. But she came home and saw him measuring, and I think it was reported she said it was ten inches, mm. not thirteen, not fourteen. Whatever, what he was measuring. And the nurse said something like that. She said, and she said that he came over and said, you know, I want to get into right. porn. Yeah. And she was like, what? Yeah, like, where, why are you tripping? Right. And, she said, she, and he's like, you don't, you, don't you see what I have, what we, I can make, and the money? And don't, <laughs> don't be upset. Don't you see, like, can't you feel what yeah, I got? Yeah, let me spread the hustle. You know, like, you, know, like you need to get on Let the, me spread know. my legs and spread right, the hustle. Right. His like, first wife, the nurse's name was Sharon Gabini. Right. Sharon. Now, the thing that's crazy is, is of all the shit that I've researched, you mm-hmm. never hear anything about Sharon, the nurse, what her discussion was about sleeping with John Holmes. Like, you never read, like, oh, man, he had it. He was pounding. No, she's not really making a big deal about anything because they had an intimate relationship. And if you're not in a a relationship, not for just the sex, and you're in, like, intimacy. Because John probably did love the woman. At some point, he was... You know, like all, you know, addictive personality when you have an addictive personality. And, and, and sure. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and it's a number of things. I can So check about. it out. So. So. <clears throat> so. All right. So he the way he met Sharon was that he was working as an ambulance driver. John oh, yeah. Holmes, the porn star, was working as an ambulance driver. Regular <laughs> Joe. Regular <laughs> Joe. OK. Damn. And then he meets Sharon. Right. They get married. Um, they moved. They were moved to Glendale. And then check this out. After John Holmes marries her, uh, he gets a job as a forklift driver. Okay, in a meatpacking warehouse. Oh, meat okay, packing. L- L- Lucky's getting ready to say a driver in a meatpacking. Yeah. 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 Exactly, meatpacking. And but it was so cold. Mm-hmm. 
that one of his lungs collapsed. Yeah, he oh. had weak lungs, I heard. Yeah. So you was, can't, I mean, imagine that. He's like a forklift driver driving around. He can't breathe. He can't breathe. He would have died during coronavirus. Dude, you know oh, what? Shit. You know what? That, that kind of tells you a little something about him right there. Like you what, know, that is lung collapse? yeah, in a sense that there's something off. Like, yeah. like a guy that you know he can't do the job that like a regular guy can. Oh, I you know see what I mean? Yeah, there's he's got a little bit handicapped. Right. right. There's something. Um, you know, maybe something a little bit of weak or whatever. Anyway, so and it's around this time, right? Uh, that he t- comes to his wife and he's measuring his dick. And I don't know. See, this is the part that I all the stuff that I've read. Everything that I've listened to, I have never, like, he tells her, I want to be in the adult film industry. I think I got what it takes. Right. Right. I think I got something special. He was, th- he was being honest. I think I got something. I got a talent. I don't know what it is. Exa- <laughs> I got something, right? She wasn't having it. And, she, well, no, she, she, she. At first she's like, do what you want to do? No, no, like, this no. is the way it worked out. He was lying to her. Because he, before that, he'd always made a little bit of extra money letting guys look at it. Take there, pictures and, of it. And oh. there's some loop films of him oh, fucking very, around a little right. bit. Here. But this is before. Now, in porn, this is like people now can't understand it because you can just go on to anything and download all this shit. No, right, back right, these right. days was different, man. You had yeah, everything was hidden. Yeah. And, and so he was on some loop films, yeah. yep. right? And he was doing some peep show shit. Mm-hmm. Right. There was no characters. No. There was no porn stars. No. Like, like right, it, right, this is right, right around that time that, well, like. Still, some of it was illegal. It was illegal. It, it was. There was, there was cases. Me, Linda Lovelace right. was, like, like it just, it I think just, it might have been slightly before, Deep yeah. Throat. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Linda yeah. Lovelace. Because that was, like, 72. Right. Right, right. And then they had all those court cases where right. they were like, all right, look. You had can't film at a certain age. But who was the guy? The, the dude, Al something? The one. Al got, Roker, uh, the no, weatherman. No, not no. I'm talking about. The, look, the guy from Screw Magazine? Screw, right. Yeah, he yeah. was. And then it was the the, the Asian dude. Was, right, he was his chin. What was it? Bobby Chin? Right, yeah, he, was, yeah, he, was he was like was a big, big producer, man, and he turned Holmes into like right. the character of the, the Johnny, Johnny Wad, right. yeah, the character of the detective. For the detective, and you know right. where they got it's they got the idea for the detective right. from Sam it. Spade, right. the were, Maltese Falcon, written by Dashiell Hammett. But listen, for the listener needs to know that back when they were doing the porn back then, they the movie would be like a movie. There'd be a story to no, it. No, no, no. But you, do you know why? Right? Do you know why? Because, listen, the original films that went before that. Right, what, what, okay, get on the mic. The, Don't the, look the, at I'm me. Not, you I'm know what I look I'm like. I'm over here, bro. All right. The, 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 the movies before that were just loop shots? And yeah, everything? they were just like, get, get, get to the business. Okay. Right. So when the, when the law cases came out, right. they said if there's no redeeming literature, uh-huh. if there's no redeeming no storyline, story then it's just pure obscenity and we're not showing it. Right. So all the porn guys that were making they, porn said, fine, we'll make them a story. Yeah, is right. that what right. you want? Is a story? And you know how much John Holmes got paid for Deep Throat? Deep throat for that first movie? Did he, he didn't get I don't think he was he it was I don't Linda Lovelace didn't get shit. They, he was getting seventy five bucks a day. Seventy five dollars he got for that movie. Yeah. That was nothing, bucks. yeah. And then the yeah. fucking the marketers took that in and Oh man, they made money on like that. Yeah. By the time John was now listen, porn day rates. Okay? By the time shit. John was at this high point, he was getting three thousand bucks a day. Right. Yeah. Which was like unheard of. Right. That was like unheard of. And part of that was because of this Johnny Wad character right. that Bobby Chin right. and him Davis came Smith. up with. Exactly. Right? 
and it they was even, a detective. They even, he even like filmed. They they filmed some of those movies are filmed like in Hawaii. And, yeah. yeah, they went yeah. to Europe. Yep. And, yeah, and yeah, and was, what people don't know is that Bobby Chin had pretensions right. to be a great author. He wanted him. To he wanted blow to be up. in the movie business. Right, he mm-hmm. wanted to blow up, but and it just never happened right. until he came across uh, John Holmes, mm-hmm. and then they were able to put together this detective series. And uh, and eventually, but see, his wife now. I think Sharon at that point realized it, there came a point in their marriage where Sharon was like, "You know what? I know what it was. I think she saw like a a um, a poster of him hmm. where he was saying like these chicks are just like you know props. Like I'm not really into them. This is just part of my work. Like you know, yeah. uh, uh, this my like st- a carpenter goes. Well, this is my tool. Exactly. That's what he told her. Something exactly. like that. Right. Something exactly like that. And so then uh, she was like, fine. But then at some point, she sees that he's he's exploiting himself and he's and really he's getting into addicted it. into it. Yeah, and, like- and then that. So then they start having the kind of relationship where she's like, I mean, you know, we'll stay married. Mm-hmm. I'll be your companion, but not your lover. That's it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of an interesting. <clears throat> I mean, what do you make of that? Like, I don't understand. I guess I don't understand how. Maybe he was breaking her off some money. Because she hangs with them through almost all the shit. Yeah, she does. And then that part of me thinks like maybe they were still having sex. Maybe there was something to what he was doing and she couldn't quite give it up. Right. I mean, have you ever, have there ever been women in your life where you're like, they're like, you know what? Whatever I get from you is good enough. I'm not going to trip on you. Yeah. So that's so it lasts for a little while like that, not not for long. Right. Right. Um yeah, he gets uh so so as he gets deeper into this, he's getting deeper into drugs and uh He starts out with alcohol. Right. Right. He starts out with alcohol. And now you can kind of see where Paul Thomas Anderson gets the idea for Boogie Nights and all that stuff. Right. Right? You can kind of see where he gets that because he starts off with alcohol. And, and it, dude, the crazy part is he would make breakfast for people on the set in the beginning. He would help John? carry. Yeah, John Holmes oh. is helping carrying people, carrying stuff around. He, in fact, one time they wanted to do a horror film, a porn horror film. And John said that he'll do the special effects. And Bobby right. Chin is like, you're full of shit. And apparently, like, John Holmes is a notorious liar. But he showed up with a trunk full of fucking like liver and heart wow. and shit like that, yeah. like from the to grocery store, happen. right? And a bunch of fake blood and turned out on the screen. And, and Bobby Chin was surprised. He's like, Jesus Christ, I mean, yeah. it looks pretty good. Like, what you're doing? So he was like, totally like, by the time he starts getting into drugs, hmm. uh, he's stealing shit from the set. Yeah. Now. He right. goes from like helping yeah. out. To stealing like shit. shit's coming up missing. Yeah. Oh, and the houses that they would rent to shoot the yeah, porn he'd go, he'd in. Be he'd be ravaging them. He was yeah. rifling through yeah, he was shit. Right. Yeah. He was rifling through yeah. shit. That's yeah. what yeah. that. Yeah. His, his wife said he came in. He was was yeah. selling off the TV sets that's and VCRs. Yeah. Robbing all his friends' that's houses. That's always the end result when you <laughs> yeah. when you have yeah. a fucking free base habit. And plus, he was he was fucking with that uh that eleven five man that downtown. You know, he was on some of that and that shit Nash had. 
Nobody could get. That was that Peruvian, that, per, that Persian dope. That, 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 that was that heroin coming from Europe. And I got a hold of some of that shit one time in the hill. Mm-hmm. The dude said, yeah, I can get you a little bit of that. When I first started out, lucky, I got a little bit of that. And we weren't shooting it. We were snorting it. And I did like a little match head. And that shit had you on your ass. That fucking shit. Like, I, I never, you know, I, it was like a one-time thing. I, I got the dope like that one time. And it was like, you remember that dope they had back in Manhattan? I heard you tell me a story about it. It came in the bindle. Yeah, the white out. dope, China yeah. white. That was that fucking dope. Yeah, China so every white now dope. and then we'd get some like, so you got to remember, Holmes was fucking with that heroin too, man. Yeah. And who knows what else, man. He, Because you know, back in the day, like those dudes up there on Wonderland Drive, you know, the, the dude and the, all those chicks, they were fucking, the, the, their, their drug of choice was in the yeah. cooker, yeah. Yeah. water, they in were, the syringe, yeah. Yeah, they were heroin coke and heroin. Yeah, and then when they didn't ball. have, and that's what made them crazy because they ran out of heroin. Because around that time, if you if you do your research, around that time in Hollywood, for some reason in the early eighties, they they hit a dry spell of heroin, and the only person who had heroin was who? Eddie Nash. Nash. Hey, you guys want to you want to hear a little bit of, of what a Johnny Wad uh, fucking porn movie sounds like? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't care, but I think the listener might. Want All right, to. listen, this is for scientific purposes. Right. Okay. It's like all cheesies. <laughs> Imagine guys whacking off to this. Big Bad John. Big Bad John. It's like walking around in a parking lot with a really yeah. shitty suit on, like trying to find shit. Big Head John. What year was that? 1971. When you see him in action, you know what I mean. He's like trying to climb up over this like tanker. He don't ever leave a woman until she's fully satisfied. <laughs> big Bad, you like Big Bad John. <laughs> It's I so, want to know who sings that song, dog. Yeah. That is, uh, I think that's Walt Davis. Whoever Walt that is. Davis. Big Ben. <laughs> Sounds like a ima- Walt Davis. Can you imagine the guy just sitting around? They, he, that was like mm-hmm. done in one take. Yeah. You know, like they yeah. didn't do that anything. Big like, Ben, Johnny Walt. around with a big, big bad head and his big, great <laughs> hey. meat. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Wild. Yeah, so anyway, that's the kind of shit people were watching before the internet. Yeah. All right. So then, anyway, so he becomes a coke fiend, freebasing. And by now, like, he and his wife. He turns into a coke head, right? Coke head, and he's getting coke. He finally, he starts, he's buying coke, he's getting coke, he's spending all his money. And I guess then he links up with Eddie Nash. Right. Who Eddie Nash he's is on? He's he, he's Eddie got looks, Eddie Nash looks at him like he's a fucking iconic figure. He's a man. celebrity, and he is. And he's got all these. He he's got all these people coming in and out, out right. of his house buying coke, right? Right, having well, sex. So but so it didn't so. Start at the house. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It hold started on. In, in. Are we opening up Eddie Nash no, right now? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Why not? So Eddie Nash, what was his actual name? Eddie Nasher or something. It was, no. it. That's the way you pronounce it. It's Adderall. Yeah. It's like Adderall. Adderall. No, it was. That's a tear. No, 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 no. It's an A because that's how he got the Eddie. Right. It was like Adderall. Uh, let me look it up. You well, guys. I want to see something. Let me vamp. see the middle. Can I see the middle paper? 
Nah. No, I just want to see the middle. Nah, you motherfucker. That's just my research. No, just on the top. Okay. No, man. You're always talking about your research. It's my research. All right, well, I don't even need... Uh, there. The insane story, right? What? They need to know that Eddie Nash in uh, in, in in the books of the of the books of uh, of uh, he was a Palestinian. Uh, he was yes. a Palestinian, but let before me before Israel. Let me Listen, he before, grew up in Palestine. Right. Eddie Nash grew up in Palestine, son of hotel owners right. in Hard-working. Palestine Hard-working. before Israel. Hardworking. Before Israel. Before Palestine. Right. They carved out Palestine to give to right. Israel. Right. Just so you know. And then mm-hmm. he came to the United States with ten bucks in his right. pocket. Mm-hmm. And then Eddie Nash, uh, he became, uh, like you said, he started selling hot dogs on Hollywood Boulevard. Right, at hot dogs, man. And hustling. Okay, his real name, uh, let's see, let's just see. His real name is Adel Garib Nasrallah. Mm-hmm. Okay? British Palestine. Mm-hmm. And his family was Orthodox Christian Palestinians from the city of Ramallah. Man. That's where he's from. Ramallah. Right. And then eventually in the 1960s, he opens this hot dog stand called Beef's Chuck. Eventually, he owns several nightclubs and restaurants in Los Angeles, such as PJ's, which was a jazz club that he owned with a, with a guy named Lucci. PJ's was uh, turned into the Star Wars. That's right. But That's wait, right. Wait, but but, but I, who was that Italian guy that he that he was? He was Lucci. fucking with. He was fucking with the Bondsman, Hal Glickman, and Glick, That's right, yeah, Glickman. Glickman. There was a lot of names that I even knew as a youngster, man. That these were the people like Eddie Nash to like to us youngsters. He was like. The dude we wanted to become, man. He was kind of like the figure in the neighborhood that owned a few clubs. He owned the Kit Kat in my. As a matter of fact, he actually had a club right in my in my neighborhood. Right, and he, and he had sent Dominic was one of the bodyguards, the black bodyguard. Dominic, he sent him out there, and they he, he hit us up. He goes, look, do do me a favor. They hit me on some of my homeboys because we used to write on his club. We used to hit up our neighborhood on the club, mm-hmm. and he sent us out. He goes, "Hey, do it like we'll look out for you. We got you know get because back in those days, with the the big drug on the street was Quaaludes, Black Beauties, right? Two and Alls, Placidils, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Eddie Nash had the Quaaludes. Mm-hmm. He was he would give us the ludes, the, the Dominic, the bodyguard, and some other guy named Maurice, which is uh, 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 Maurice was. Uh, Maurice was a brother to a guy named Ellie, and he was a a Moroccan Jew that lived across the street from my mother when we lived on Stanley. Mm. And and Maurice's brother did uh, uh, Priscilla Presley's hair. Mm. His name was Ellie. Ellie had a a hairstylist, which was on Wilshire and Beverly Hills. Mm. So Maurice and Alex Marguia and Freddie Marguia, these cats from Bolivia that were from my neighborhood, that's how I got in the neighborhood. They were, we were like, this is how we grew up when Saturday Night Fever came out. Before any of these murders happened or anything, In the 70s, like when, when Saturday Night Fever and the disco era was taking off and Odyssey was popping and right. Oscos and Starwood, those were disco clubs. Right. So those clubs were actually disco clubs. And what we were doing was, I was 16 years old and I had, I had formed a relationship with Dominic. Mm. Dominic is the his bodyguard. He went to Look, LA High. There's Lepke, butterfly collar. There you go. Yeah, were you dancing, bro? Yeah, well, I was like, let me tell you, in order, let me turn the music lyrics. In order to get in the Starwood back when I was going to the Starwood, like we would go, because we saw the set, we were like inspired by the Saturday Night Fever. And it was good to go, like, to like, we get in the club. They stamped you, because a lot of people don't know the, the Starwood club, they would let minors in. Oh, that's why they got shut down you eventually. You can get in. No, because what we were doing is 
they wouldn't stamp you with a circle. A circle stamp meant you could buy alcohol. And the square stamp was you were... And they were weren't 18. checking no fucking IDs anyway. Right, right, right. Nobody was checking IDs. Look, Hollywood was... That's what a, was your... Dude, would you go dancing, dude? Were you dancing? Look I at that. fucking dance, bro. Yeah, come on, man. come on, let. Come on, look it, look it. There you go. There he is. Yeah, look I did that. all that. He's going to do... Right. Don't do the splits. No. Don't, don't do, the, do splits. the splits. Come on, man. Look. Don't hey, do the splits. And then we were rollers. Anyway, it was a lot of shit going on back yeah, then. But let me get back on track. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dominic used to come out. And he would, uh, uh, he'd be like, hey, this is, you know, and then, so we didn't really know who Eddie Nash was right. until we, like, grew up. And we were like, all right, now we know, you know, that, that, that you know, because, like, Alex Marguerite and these Bolivian, the Colombians and all them, and then there was also the Israelis, Daron in them. Mm. And the, these are the dudes that I met at the Methadone Clinic on La Cienica and 18th Street. Mm-hmm. You know, so Daron was, a, they, they were part of the Israeli deal, you know, they were, you know, and then I had met them back after I had actually met the, the Israeli dudes. Were you going to the methadone clinic all the way down on 18th, or, or the, no. did you ever go to the one on Whitworth? Whitworth, Whitworth, Whitworth and La Cienega. Yeah, that was where it was. They're right there, was right between next... Pico and Olympic. Yeah, it was a suicide prevention. Right, 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 right. right, right. Building, that that was building. two blocks from my mom's house. That was a red brick building. Yep, yeah, that's yep, where yep. I met. But this was the years. Let me get back to next like, to Pagliato and all that. Before, before these murders <laughs> took place, Eddie Nash was kind of like a figure in my neighborhood. He was like a figure that he drive up in the car. What kind of car did he? He had they they had the limo. He was in a, one of the. Uh, it was a white limo, and then he would come sometimes in the. He had like a sports car, uh, tint windows. They would drive, and we would see him frequently, but not a lot. Like I never had no interactions with him and anything. But I remember when they took him, when they indicted him. This was in like eighty four, eighty five. They indicted him again on these murders. They right. pulled him back in the feds. He went got uh, pulled back, and I had went with the Israeli dude up into that house in Studio City, which is on Donna, where they robbed him. Yeah. I had actually, and didn't know what it was even his house. My partner's like, we're going to go over here. And I remember going into that house. I have b- actually been in that house. No. But yeah, my friend, Yeah, we went to go pick up some bootleg Quaaludes. They weren't real. They were Mandrax Quaaludes. Mm-hmm. What the, is that? What's they a had the le- When the ass end of the Quaalude error stopped, they were, they were stamped. They had the 714s on? Yeah, they were, yeah, they said lemon. But these weren't real. But they had something in there that got you loaded. Because mm-hmm. they asked, they, they pulled those off of the market, those yeah. quaaludes. And um, so we went in there. And I actually, I didn't actually know that that was the house until I started doing some investigating on the computer. Because I remember the way we went. We went, we didn't go down Laurel Canyon and cut in. There's a way you could go through a back road, mm. which got Laurel Canyon and Mulholland, there's a fire station. And we went around, and we went all the way down. And I remember going, I've been in that house, and I used to wait outside with my Israeli buddy, Daron. He used to go in that house. And actually, Daron, his, his ex-old lady, was the stand-in for one of the Charlie's Angels broads. Not those, there's three, the, the three yeah, original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was one of the stand-ins. Like, they when they were filming we, from behind, right. she would just stand there. No, so no, that- no, no. She was, a, a, like, a substitute. Whenever Charlie Angel had that substitute girl, did they ever have a substitute? I don't know. Back in the right, 70s, right, she right, could right, play right, it. Like, right, right. Anyway, let me, so look. So this dude, he lived on King's Road. Right. Yeah. Daron, he was over there living, and he was part of that Israeli thing that I'm not going to get into. But Freddie Margia. <laughs> 
Freddie Marguia actually, uh, 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 yeah, they, they were getting dope. Eddie Nash was supplying a few of the neighborhood dudes that were like, you know, they weren't really we were the gang members. They were we were more into the they were into the like the disco thing and right. and going to concerts like when the Stones right. would, you know, like they, you know that type of shit. And, and, and wait, 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 all right. So, <clears throat> uh, so at the, uh, did you find any dead bodies? All I that? know is I was working. <laughs> listen, so they put listen. So what what Nash would do, what Dominic and them would do is I I, I like I the, around the Starwood days. Yeah, what we used to do is. We would sell the 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 Quaaludes and the Black Beauties and whatever kind. Like what were Black Beauties? What were Black they? Beauties are speed and they're yeah. real. Gets real good speed. And what we would those were two dollar. <laughs> and it was a trip because the Ludes were five dollars. Mm-hmm. The lemon, the the original lose. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you try to pass a bootleg off, or because you had you had two sacks. You sold the dummies, the bootlegs, mm-hmm. and you sold the cats that knew what was going on. You sold. I remember. I remember the ass end of the Quaalude era. The, we we had them up to seven fifty a piece. I heard they got all the way up to twelve. Yeah. So we would sell those the the, the two and alls the the f uh, what do you call it the the barbiturates. Mm-hmm. We would sell those. So we were just selling pills, and we would get the <laughs> pills from Eddie Nash's bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Duran. Yeah, duh, no, not Duran. Dominic. No, Dominic. Dominic was the bodyguard. Yeah, and Duran. Dude, yeah, I love Duran this. wasn't in the picture yet. This is when I was young when I used to fuck with Ellie's brother Maurice. He was a Moroccan Jew that knew fluent Spanish, and I fuck with the dudes from Bolivia which was Alex Marguia and Freddie Marguia. And they had the connection to where they could go into the club and they were bringing Nash the the, the young girls. Yeah, that's what he liked. Eddie Nash liked the young girls. John Holmes would bring Eddie Nash young girls. That's one of the ways he ingratiated himself with Eddie Nash. He even brought the young girl, the 15-year-old. Yeah, like they show all that. That's all true. But we're just saying that all that shit Nash was doing. A lot of people don't like like, Nash owned his clubs were... Club Seven Seas, mm-hmm. right? I even had a picture. I should have brought it. Man. Captain's I a, Table. I got a fucking Captain's picture of this Table. No. Seven Seas, which turned in <laughs> to Club Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Toy Tots, right? Uh, the the uh, the the Kit Kat Club, mm-hmm. which right. was two: one on El Centro yeah. and Santa Monica, and the other one was like on Seaward and Santa Monica, down the way where the Honda is, yeah. in between Highland and 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 Co- or Cole. Right, right down there. He had that. that and th- those were strip bars. Yeah. Like you had rugged strippers that worked in there. Like, rugged, like you couldn't just walk. Rugged, like rugged. If, like if you tried to walk in there, like the fucking the dude working the door, he would pull your ass out. And so, because I used to have to go, because I, I when I when I'd want to re up on my pills, I would go like to the back, to the through through, through the alley back there, because that's my neighborhood. And I always did a lot of that. The, the, the Dominic was a cold dude, man, because my partner Alex Marguia, they uh. They found him chopped up in a, in a they, they chopped him up and threw him in a dumpster. That's the type of shit we're talking about. Like motherfuckers were coming up dead. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it was easy. And then the cops were the cops were crooked. Hollywood division before even mm-hmm. Rampart got involved. Yeah. They were letting Nash do a lot of shit. That's because right? that's what that's how Nash got away with everything. Yeah. Everybody was on the payroll. Yeah. Everybody was on the payroll. Not even just that's what Detective Tom Lang and his other guy, Souza, I think. That's what they discovered when they tried to come up on the vice cops that were running the beat with Nat, like on, on Nash's beat. Mm-hmm. They were finding out that like all the cops were on the payroll, half a city hall was on the payroll, and even when the feds tried to grab them, the feds were half of the feds were on the payroll. Uh, Eddie Nash. Wow. That's how rich that dude was. I don't know how you had that many people on payroll, but he was pretty much untouchable. We should do like a contest of who could do the best Lepke impersonation. Were you listening to him talk? Oh, he doesn't dig a breath. Dude, I've never seen anything like it because he goes, and then 
I want you guys to say that. And it's always, there's an international element to whatever Lepke's saying. There's always like Moroccan Jews. Right. You know, some dudes from Israel. What I want to say is. The Marciago brothers. What I want to say is this is. They were chopping people up. There was a cocaine addiction going on with John Holmes. Obviously, Eddie Nash was doing cocaine, and so were a lot of other people. Right. And there was a point when the cocaine, the powder cocaine that everybody is doing, yeah, turned into rock cocaine. People started cooking it up. Right. And once that happened, things changed. Right. Now, John Holmes... Is completely sprung out. He's starting to get coke on credit. He's running up his credit from Nash. Uh, he's, Na- running, he's got credit on from Nash. First of all, Nash was a business dude. Right. He was all fucked up. Yeah, like was, that guy. But this on. is what I'm trying to get at, though. You're not letting me. Get, let me get all there. Right, let me get it. there. And that's that. The, everybody was doing coke. Right. Sure, they're doing coke and bringing chicks in the house and walking and coke and there's coke all over. And then it turns into smoking cocaine. Yeah. Right. Once it turns into smoking cocaine, now you've got this guy Eddie Nash yeah. ain't making the best business decisions anymore. This guy right. cannot stop smoking crack cocaine. I mean, uh, uh, uh. Base. They're basic. And he's no longer leaving his house. Right. He's stuck. All the money from the... He doesn't go to the clubs Nothing. anymore. Everything's being him. brought to him, right? They're bringing it to him. He's starting to become paranoid. Exactly. Right. John Holmes has now overgone his limited credit. Yeah. Yep. He's now turning gay tricks right. in order to make money to smoke right. coke. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. All this is happening, and this is where the desperation and the paranoia and the craziness really... I mean, it was crazy to a point, but it really stepped up. You guys got to understand. Right. When it turned into smokable base cocaine, right. all the... Everything went up. He couldn't hang out at Eddie Nash's house no more, so he found some friends over there on Wonderland. Yeah, so the Wonderland gang, right? So he had credit with, with he had he had he was into Nash for like probably thousands yes. on Coke, right? Yes. And at first, so listen, Nash also dabbled <laughs> in porn. So he knew who John Holmes was. What you gotta also kind of throw into the mix is that the reason why Nash is is there is because Bobby Jin eventually kicked him off the set. Wow. Like you don't understand, like I mean I know you do, but I'm saying the listener doesn't understand. Listener doesn't, Mister and Mrs. Earbuds. There's this high point in John Holmes's career, right? With the, the big dick and the Johnny Wad and all this stuff's going good. By the time he's doing coke and smoke and bass and all this other shit, eventually his dick stops working. Right. Okay. Right. He's spending a ton of time in the bathroom with coke and whacking. Yep. Trying to get it ready. Right. Right. And now the guy that used to help out on the set and, you know, get paid all this money. Yeah. 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 Now this guy is making everybody wait hours on the set while he's trying to pump up his man meat and come out and try to do a quick scene. And then when he's high on coke, you can't really direct him. Right. No, he gets blacklisted. There was no Viagra back then. He gets blacklisted. So. Eventually, he makes you know, and obviously, he now and now John Holmes turns into that addict that we all kind of know, which is like he goes too far and then he feels bad and starts crying, turns into a weasel, starts saying, like, I'm sorry, it's gonna be different now. And Bobby Chin, the director, is telling him, like, Look, dude, we can't have this, right? We, we can't fucking have this, so let's make a deal, don't do the coke. Before the shots and all right. of a sudden, don't bring the coke to the set. Afterwards, you do whatever you want. It's beautiful. Right. But during the thing, can we just do some business? Right. Of course. 
I'm sorry, Bobby Chin. I'll do it right the next time. And then every time, right, Bobby Chin will find like a bag of Coke on the fucking right. set. Just like a scumbag. So finally, Bobby Chin just tells him, did you get your check? And John Holmes is like, no. He's like, here, here's your fucking check. Get the fuck out. And once yeah. he got kicked out of Bobby Chin sing, that's when he starts sucking around Eddie Nash. Eddie Nash knows who he is, so it's kind of like a novelty, like a like a like right. a circus character. Right. Right. So Eddie Nash has him up to the house a lot, lets him do coke, lets him do more coke than he can pay for. So now right. he's got Holmes on a hook. Yeah. Yep. Right? Right. Yeah. Then he can't show his face around. Just like you said, now he's over at the Wonderland gang. Right. Same thing there. They know who he is. Right. Yeah. And Ron used to They're treating him like a circus animal. Yeah. They are. They make him pull out his cock at parties yeah, and shit yeah. so he can hang out and do coke, and but they don't they really like him. like rocks at him. Right. And then, right. And then what happens at the Wonderland house is uh, there's only one person who has heroin, and these guys are sitting up there sick. And they're they're up there sick, and and, and and they're not. And John Holmes ain't tripping because he ain't really strung out on the heroin. He's strung out on the rock, and they're up there. And then one of them, I know you got the information by me, on, uh, and uh, Chumahan, you got the information. So which what, what, which one of the Wonderland gangs pulls out the antique guns? Well, wait a minute. John Holmes yeah, is over at Eddie Nash's house. He goes over to Eddie Nash's house. He had laid out a plan with these guys. These guys were pulling out they were impersonating the, and i'm talking they about the wonderland right, guys right, right. these guys are robbing dealers. dope dealers yeah, and then they'd sell the dope right. that was their get down right these guys are pulling out police badges right. that's their mo yeah and kicking down doors handcuffs handcuffs all that and yeah. robbing dope yeah, dealers so right. they've already got a lot of people mad at them not right. only do they have dealers mad at them they've got law enforcement mad at them. right okay because all that bullshit they're probably cutting into some of their money right. too so John Holmes is already into Eddie Nash for a bunch of money. Sure. He comes up with a plan that he's going to get up to Eddie Nash's, talk to him, calm things down, and go and go hang out with him. Right. When he leaves Eddie Nash's house, he's supposed to leave at 5 in the morning. Right. And when he leaves, he's to leave the sliding glass door, back patio, window open. Yeah. Right. right? So that these guys, so these guys, right, so these guys can come in yeah. and rob him. Right. So... What happens is John Holmes goes up there that night, mm -hmm. smoking cocaine all night with Eddie Nash. Yep. He leaves at 5 a.m. When he leaves, he leaves and he heads over to the Wonderland. Right. He expects these guys are either gone right. or they're leaving Wonderland to right. go to his, rob right. him, right? Right. right? He gets there. They're all, they're all too high. Up. They're yeah, all no. too high they're and sick. fucked up, right, to they're, do anything. And by the time 8 o'clock in the morning rolls right. around... Right. These guys pull their shit together enough yeah. to head over. Right. And it's at 8 in the morning that they go over, open through the slide glass door in the right. back, which right. is still open. Right. Yep. And they go take him, Eddie Nash, and his bodyguard, right. Niles. Dominic. Niles, right? Dominic. Niles. Niles, right, right. And they, and, and they tie them up. They smack around Dominic, right. supposedly. Right. Pistol right. whip right. him a little bit. Uh, threaten them. They make... Eddie Nash take him to his secret safe right, right. in the floor in, in the his floor bedroom. They said there's a couple ounces of heroin right. he's, he's in a top drawer, China white. Right, no, and it's in a vial. In a no, vial, he said it's in a drawer, right. in a vial maybe, in a vial. but right. it's in a top a drawer. Vial. I don't know it was like a glass. China yeah. white, a oh, right, right. And that uh, over a hundred thousand dollars worth of cocaine. Right. Who knows right. how much that Double was in bag that of day. Money. Money and jewelry. Money and jewelry, yeah. and jewelry yeah. everywhere. They right. leave out of there like, like they should have. They like, did a big hit, like big they, score. Yeah, and they, and they... Now, supposedly, when they get back over to Wonderland, right. yeah. where Holmes is at waiting for him, right. 
They go and split it up, and I guess they give John Holmes. Yeah, they give him just a little bit of shit. Don't worry about it. They play it off like they didn't get all that. Right, exactly. They're like, but the funny thing is that when they talk to his girlfriend, the interview his girlfriend gives is she said when he got back to, and this is the uh, 17, 18 year old girl, Don, who he he gets back over there, he's got, uh, he says that he pulls out this. This coke, and she goes, It was the biggest pile of cocaine I've ever seen in my life. Well, she right. ain't seen a lot, of right? I guess right. not, right. dude. Yeah, you know, he might have pulled out an ounce or something, who right. knows? It's, but they gave him the crumbs compared right. to what they got, supposedly. So yeah, he smoked that up fast, he was back crying. Yeah. So, listen, so Q, okay, so the antique guns was Lonnie, all right, Ron, but that happened before. Hold on, they hold him. on, right. hold on, yes, that happened before, like, right. So Ron was an antique gun collector, and he had, like, back then, $25,000 worth of antique nice guns. guns. Right. So, it, it like, like an arquebus and right. a muzzle-loading fucking, like, you know, 1776 fucking round. All that shit this guy has. Mm-hmm. Takes it over, and they're using it to do right. some kind of deal with Nash. Yeah, they didn't get what they wanted. That's yeah. Why they got mad. That's yeah. why they got, they got mad. mad. So yeah. Nash is like, yeah, let me see the yeah, guns. And then gives them like $1,000 worth yeah, of coke uh, when no, the things no. were 25 He gives them heroin. Is that what That's it was? That's the only reason why they put the guns on the right. table because they were fucking sick. They gave the guns to John. They go, go to your boy. Get whatever you can, and they and they even went, and he got what he you know. He probably, and but he didn't give them. Didn't give them. Yeah. Nash did not give him what the gun was worth. No, and, and that's John, why they got pissed. And John Holmes uh, went back and didn't give him nothing. Right, give him something. No, so so no, so he so, didn't so. come back for a while. He was gone like a whole day. Yeah, so they hemmed him up. So they're so, like, look, you you know, like they fucking pressured him. Like, hey, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna fucking like. You're gonna do. And he something. was like, I don't know. He was tripping. He gave a whole fucking story. <laughs> like one of those scumbag stories. So, yeah. so he comes back. So okay, just like you said, Steve, they're gonna. He's gonna go over to Nash. He's gonna leave the sliding glass door. He leaves it unlocked, and just like you said, it took so long because those guys were on drugs yeah. to get going that that he that that he had Holmes had to actually go back and double check that it was still unlocked. Right, that's right. crazy. And that's so right. then it was still unlocked. So right. as he's leaving and I think Holmes they has a Malibu, up. okay? Mm-hmm. And he's driving and they, they have, have a Renata, Renata, a Granada, right? I have a picture of that fucking Granada in front of the club. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to right. find it. So the, the Granada pulls right. up and Holmes gives them the nod right. yeah. and they know and just like you said, right. he they had fake badges right. and they went in and they did and according to what I read, not only did they bring Nash into, like, and Nash is wearing, like, Speedos. Yeah, he's It's like what he's always wearing, these bikini underwear right. and a silk fucking thing. That's where they got the thing for Boogie Nights. Right. Remember when, when it's like John C. Riley, Marky right. Mark, and fucking whoever else that guy was, right. they show up to, to the thing to do drugs with that weird guy. Right. That was fucking, that was modeled after Eddie Nash. Yeah, it was. And then Wonderland is like more realistically the house that, because the house they used in Boogie Nights, it was just some random house up on the hill. I think Wonderland, I'm not, can't say for sure. I think they showed the real house. So, so yeah. So they go up, they fucking do everything that you said. But what, what what I also read was that they put a gun in Nash's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they were like, and Nash was like crying, He's like let they, me pray for my what, children. What's his name? Got shot. Yeah, Dominic got gazed in the neck Niles. Niles. He, that, what happened was someone's gun it went, went off. off. Yeah, they weren't supposed to shoot anybody, but something oh. went off, and it like burned the back. It grazed the back of Niles. Right. The fucking, 
And that's when you were saying, like, that murder is a revenge because of whatever. Right. Because I guess Niles was fond of using pipes. Like, he would have a pipe well, I, with bicycle locks on yeah, it. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was like. Just, just for extra pain. I think, he, I think when he came, when he was talking to us, he had something in his hand, not to write on that fucking club, man. He came <laughs> out there like gangbusters, like, hey, come here, let me talk to you. And he had something in his hand. Yeah. But we went up to him, he's going to say, hey, do me a favor, man. Like, I, like I'll, I'll look out for you guys. Don't write here. And, and we didn't. We stopped writing on that fucking club, man. Mm. Yeah. Because that was a spot where we wanted to write, because when you drove down the street, you could see the hood on it. And mm. we were tearing that fucking club up you know? mm. so so right just like you said so they come in cut, da, 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 da. they get back with a stash they hold out and okay I, and they didn't handcuff him they tied him up yeah they, they handcuffed nash okay because no, they, they, they who they did they how about because the, nah. they got loose they got loose yeah they got loose they got loose they but worked they, out of the whatever it was you yeah know who else was up in that house party huh. let me see if you did your research huh. Liberace's ex-boyfriend yes yeah. yeah, Scott yeah. Scott yeah. Scott that's right Liberace yeah. he would yeah. sell yeah. Liberace rings wait, 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 and jewelry wait, 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 for dope wait 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 wait, 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 wait. We, we're starting to confuse two things so first there's the robbery mm-hmm. well we just got that right. okay so they go back just like you said you had Tracy McCourt was the getaway driver. Right. You had Ron, you had uh, whoever the fuck the other two were right, that were in there, right? David right. and somebody else. They go in, they steal right. from Nash to take everything that they can. They leave them tied up. Yeah, and they come back. And right, Joy and, they, and Barbara are just waiting at the house, right? Yeah, they're not yeah, doing it. Sure. Right. They're waiting for the They're just chicks that are there. Yeah. So they go back to the Wonderland house, right? And now they're high-fiving each other. Right. Right? right. That was a successful, woo! Right. And they got all this coke and all this fucking yep. heroin. Money and drugs. And right. money and drugs. And they're just, like, doing it all. And they got all the jewelry. They got all this shit. And they're, like, doing it and whatever. And Tracy McCourt is the only motherfucker. And Holmes is there. Like, Holmes is pacing, waiting right. to hear. Cause, and, and you got to remember, Holmes, in his mind, thinks he's the linchpin. He's the one that put this whole thing right, together. Right, if right. it wasn't for him, they wouldn't have got right, it. Right, if it right. wasn't for him, there would have been. But they're still calling him Donkey Dick, and they're right. telling him like, "Hey, show us your fucking right. throwing rocks at him." So Tracy McCourt, the getaway driver, starts telling him like, and they have a plan. They're like, "We got to move out of this house because right. Eddie Nash is a big fucking deal. It's not going right. to take him very long to figure out, right? Because they stole the guns and a back, right? Right? They know, but they start doing drugs." And start doing heroin. And Tristan McCourt's the only one that grabs his shit and gets the fuck on out. By the way, he's the only one that survives. Right. Right? And then shortly thereafter, I think the bodyguard was out, Niles. Right. He goes out. He goes to John Holmes' girlfriend's house. That's right. And kicks in the door. Yeah. And they're both hanging in the bathroom, and he, they pull him out. And John Holmes is wearing one of Eddie Nash's rings. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like a fucking they, idiot. Like an idiot. Like a fucking idiot. Like an idiot. And Dominic catches him on the street. Right? Yeah. No, he gets him in the apartment. Oh, it's in the apartment. Grabs his oh, ass yeah, and takes his, his back in, right. to Eddie Nash's house. Right. So now, and now, Liberace's now. lover now, is, is there. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. That's exactly right. right. Scott's there. Liberace's lover's right. there. And this guy, Scott, by the way, Liberace, he's the one that starts transforming into Liberace. Like, mm-hmm. he does all the fucking, you know, uh, fucking face surgery and all this other shit to try to look like. At real- the time, he's stealing all sorts of Liberace's jewelry. It's all Gibson weird- jewelry to, for, for, to smoke coke. It's a real weird scene. Right. All right. But he's there at Eddie Nash just doing, he doesn't know anything about this. No. He's just trying to buy some cocaine. Right, right, right. right. You know, he's just there so, doing so, some coke. So the way that I read this thing, it said that 
So Scott, Scott Liberace's lover, is just sitting there, and all of a sudden the bodyguard comes back. He's trying to back away, and then and then and then Nash is like, "Just hold on a second. He goes, "You have to step out of the room." He's like, drags Holmes in there, and just like you said, they tie up Holmes, and 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 Holmes is screaming. Right, and they're beating right. the shit out of them. Yep. Right, and Eddie Nash is looking at Scott like, "Oh, you know, this is just business as usual. Don't right. worry about it, whatever." And they go back in there, and I don't remember what it was they were able to do to Holmes that finally made him give up the Wonderland guys. Well, they were beating him, and they were threatening to kill his family. Well, that's oh, so they got his address book out, and they opened it up, and Eddie Nash was walking around saying all the names, including. Uh, his wife, mm-hmm. right? The one that doesn't fuck him anymore, but it's still his wife. Mm-hmm. Don, his brother, his family. And he says, I'm going to kill every single motherfucker in this address book until you tell me mm-hmm. who and yeah. where and da, da, da. And of course, eventually, John Holmes gives it up. Yeah. And they don't tell him. They're like, but what you're he, taking us over what, there. You're right. coming. Wait, right. wait, what did he end up saying? Because a lot of people, they have a blog, man. Shout out to the blog, uh, uh, 1981 blog, Wonderland yeah. Murders. There's a guy up there. There's like people who are actually obsessed with this. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. yeah. Like to this yeah. day, people are actually obsessed. What do you think that's about? Because following. of the fact that nobody was convicted, that Eddie Nash slid through the cracks. Whether you know. But why would that make you obsessed about because it? Because it is kind of eerie that, you know that uh, uh you know i mean it's it's interesting man that people are still like people are obsessed with the charles manson murder like they are obsessed with that yep, the yep. lady they cut in half in two pieces what right was the yeah that till this day it's always going to be something because that's not supposed to happen in uh in, in hollywood man things like these things like this don't don't go down and it's all behind the substance abuse. And the hey, drugs. you guys want to real quick while we take a little, a little, a little breather? Let everyone drink some green juice. You want to see the scene that that in Boogie Nights that was fucking uh, that this thing is all based on? Yeah. All right, so they pull up in the orange Corvette. I am Dirk. Dirk hey. Diggler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's pulling ready, man. They're gonna go in and rob oh, this guy. Is that Todd? It's a big gun. No shit, but why? <laughs> This is maybe one of the most iconic scenes in Boogie Nights. They're walking up to Eddie and Ash's house. Mm-hmm. They're nervous. John C. Riley's dropping shit. Yeah. No one has a gun except the guy Todd. Right. Just be cool. Mm-hmm. I thought they went into the back door. No. How you doing? Come on in. That's supposed to be Niles, the bodyguard. Mm-hmm. They're there to do a drug deal, and I think in the movie Boogie Nights, they're going to sell Eddie Nash uh, baking soda, baking right. powder. Is that how they... That, and they're going to sell it to... Remember, and Eddie Nash is there in his... Un- And remember, they play that famous song from Toto. Yeah, come on in, come on in. I need my friend here. Hey, come on in, come on in. 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 Come on
Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. This hey, is my let, favorite part. But let, let, let the listener know they're not shooting their gun. No. Ah. Yeah. You know what's funny about that is that um, it really gives you a good indication of a guy that's high on coke and still doing business. He's just like all distracted, sweaty, nervous. <laughs> He's fucking, you know, in the middle of it. He gets distracted by the song. He wants to say. Anyway, that's that scene. Boogie Nights that was inspired by, but it's not exactly real. You Did you see Wonderland, the of movie? Of course. I watched it like, how many times did you see it over there on this couch? Like, I've seen it a lot. Yeah. Like, I watched it due to the fact that, like, it's filmed in Hollywood. It's on a location. And they it's a did, piece of Hollywood history. Yeah, it's, right. like, it's good the way they did it. And then I also, like, did some research on how they made the movie. They went back to the site. It was, like, it was hard for, what's the actor's name that played him? Val Kilmer. It was, he said that, like, I did more research on the ac- actress and the actress that did the did that movie because it was it, it was hard for them to do that movie they said why it was they said it was difficult because of the fact that don had, they feel that don was like a victim and and it was like don it, was a victim it is a it is kind of this is a depressing type of thing that you know that uh, uh because don was like 15 years right. old a girl yeah and john and Holmes, that ain't cool yeah that's that ain't not, cool that ain't part of the plan man. no no but and John, you know, basically manipulates right. her, and then eventually, you know, and she was cool with the with his wife. Yeah, the, the wife, wife like, felt looked, sorry felt for bad, her. Yeah. But the thing that's weird about that is the wife didn't report anything. That's the part that that's I don't, crazy, right? Right. So that's what always makes she me, didn't want to see John. You know, John couldn't have made it in the county jail. You know, he ended up going. Yeah, he was in that fucking county jail for a minute, man. Yeah. I remember when I was when I would go up there and cook for the uh, people on. Yeah, he was up in seventeen hundred up there on the John. Uh, yeah, that's where they put it. They put it where they had OJ and Richard Ramirez and all them. Right, because yeah, he was because he was no. Right, John was up there, man. He was, you know, I had lied about my age. I told you, that yeah, yeah, time yeah. I lied about my age, and I went up there for a little while, but I didn't stay long. Yeah, you know, I got out of there. I remember when they. Uh, when they had the Melinda's brothers up there, man. I was up there when Richard Ramirez was up there yeah. with the Melinda's brothers. I didn't see OJ, but that was like a secluded, like like they put, it was Celebrity Row. That's where they put the celebrities right. on the 700 right. floor up in the hospital side. Kind of like protective custody. They had them up there, yeah. They were bigger. They had big cells. And, I, you know, I know because there was a kitchen up there. I was a trustee. I used to go up there, and the food would come from the basement. Yeah. And we would cook the meals in that kitchen, whatever we would feed there. And it ended up being a pro per. You had four points, which is where they locked the, where they put the people that went crazy. Yeah. That they had to tie down for a little while. Right. Well, actually, and, though, John Holmes was made a trustee when he first went in. Did really? Yeah, and then somebody tried to yeah. poke his eye out with pencil, supposedly. <laughs> and then another guy threatened him with a knife, and that's when he was scared because he didn't know. You know, he had all this fear of Eddie Nash. Right. And he thought maybe they don't know if they were connected or not, but but that confirmed his fear that Eddie Nash wanted him killed, and he went into protective custody. And Eddie and Nash would have wanted to. him killed because he was the only one Right, that I guess they like you said they brought him over to that Wonderland house where the Wonderland. Well, let's gang- back up. Let's back yeah, up. So go ahead. They, they they beat up. They beat up. Uh, they beat him up. Right. They threaten him at Eddie Nash's house. Right. And Liberace's a, lovers there. Seeing this all go seeing down. Seeing this all go down. And and is just trying to get his cocaine and get back to fucking Gayville and. Now he claims. Go ahead. Liberace's boyfriend claims. Yeah. 
that Eddie Nash, Niles, John Holmes, yes, left with pipes and bats in their hands. Right. That's what he claims. Right. He claims they got him, they took him, and they go, "You're going to take us." Right. And they took him there. And uh, I think this was a, what four in the morning. Yeah. About four in the morning. It is four. In they the morning. They drive over three it's in the morning. Three in the morning. Three in the morning. It's a five minute drive from Eddie Nash's like to eight Wonderland. Minutes, eight, eight, minutes. Minutes. Yeah, eight minutes. And they drive over, and supposedly they have John Holmes. Go up to the buzzer because right. you couldn't get into the Wonderland no, home no. without pressing the buzzer first. No, you had to get. They had to let him in. Right. So he buzzes the door. They're like not thinking much of it. Yeah, they're like, who is they're it? all he's getting like, high. John. He's like, it's John Holmes. Yeah. They let him in. They press the unlock. He comes in there supposedly with Eddie Nash and Niles. No, I don't think Eddie Nash was there. I think he's saying. I think. No, I think. But I what I'm him. what I'm saying is that Liberace's. Boyfriend claims that he left. Claims that once they he beat up John, the You're right. well, he claims he says Eddie Nash and Niles left with John right. with pipes and bats in their hand. Right. That's what his claim he is. He might have just kicked it in the car. That you might be right. Like, right. Well, who knows? But the other thing is that I don't think Eddie Nash could have gone in there by himself and done that no, by he, himself. He didn't go in there by himself. Somebody went so in. there might have been somebody else with them yeah. as well. Yeah, because you know the theory. There is had that, to have been. Yeah, that, uh, uh, Dominic uh, Greg, Greg's Greg's brother was known to go help them when they had to go collect money. Like when Eddie Greg Nash Niles. Was, yeah, Greg Greg's uh, brother, his brother. Okay. Yeah, they, they said that his, they, he went with his brother, and they would get another homie. Like, hey, we're gonna hook you up too. Like, you know, just come on, you know. Because back in them days, man, they, you know, I, I know them drugs were different, man. They made you crazy. Like, they made you, like, really not give a fuck. Right. right. Like, the, the dope had you to where you didn't give a fuck, you know? So, so all right. So, they let Eddie Nat, they let John, John Holmes, Holmes in, in, who's got company with him. And, and all of a sudden, and I think, like, the way the murders are set up, right, everybody was high on drugs or sleeping. Like the like the women and the guys that were there, there was like only one guy, and I think it might have been like Billy, who actually heard somebody coming in and up from right. downstairs and was found trying to get his clothes on. But, right. but everyone else with Joy, they were on the third floor. Was that Billy? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that was. Uh, Joy's well, they caught man. two sleeping in the bed, yeah, and they well, they just peeled their cap. She, that was on the second level. Mm-hmm. The second level after they killed homegirl that was sleeping on the couch. They went up to the second level. Dude was knocked out. He was sleeping, mm-hmm. and that's the chick that lived. Barbara, she lived. Yeah, they beat. Yeah, because they if you if you look at the footage, you can see the right there. If you go like speed that footage up, they show where she they show where she was, and you see all the blood on the wall, like where they fucking like they. You could because the body wasn't there because she was alive. They pulled her out. Mm-hmm. Right. So the blood on the wall is like they fucked her up, man. Look, it d- was like, look, they're gonna they're about to show the body. That's what's her name down there. That was Lynn's girlfriend. He left her there. She was young too, man. Was, Look, it, was she underage? There's the yeah, body. Look. Yeah. She's laying there. She was the first she, one to go. And her blood and her head is just caved right, in. Just caved. I right. think she was the first one they got. They weren't like looking this, and it was dark, bro. They There's blood like all over the, the albums. There's Maybe blood the lights were the on. Motherfucker getting high, but they they were at some point where they crashed. Right. Like, you got to remember. There was no fight. The there was lapse? no fight. The time lapse was like they robbed him on a Monday, and they went up in there on Wednesday morning, right? Right. Right. Like, right. like Tuesday turning into Wednesday morning. They were fucking there. So there was not a big time lapse. So they were probably, 
they only got their party on for what, 48 to 72 hours? Yep. And after anybody who goes 48 hours to 72 hours, they're going to fucking, they had that fucking Persian heroin. So they were fucking, they had, they had enough heroin to bring the coke high down, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen these days, you know. No. Like the speed eats right through the fucking run, you know right? So they go in and uh, do everybody. Know, five people are in the house. Right. Yeah. They spend an hour in the house, supposedly, uh, you, you committing think, these murders. You think it was an hour, actually? They said, I think they went in there and busted everybody and got the fuck up out of there. You How long does that take? They went in there and made a sandwich, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, like you know, Greg is a big motherfucker. He's mm-hmm. probably I'm hungry. Though. Yeah, but there's so many hits. Huh? Yeah, like well, it wasn't oh, just yeah, one. Yeah, they hit. were in there kicking it. Yeah, there's so many hits. Clowning. And the the lady, the one that survived, Barbara, whatever her name was, right. with the amnesia, kind of remembers him saying like, "Hit her again, right. hit her again," right. and shit like that. And she doesn't know who said it. Or I it think the way Nash would, well, the way he was, you know, getting down and all that back, you know, because, you know, he was like, fuck, man. He went in there. You, you, like, like really, I hear people, I ask people their opinion on this. And they were like, 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 when you're in that situation, I don't want to be like, oh, you know, you're robbing a dealer like that. You take mm-hmm. everybody out. But that was one dude, like, I, I don't think they knew the capacity of the individual that they were What they were robbing. With. Yeah. yeah. Nash, well, that, that yeah. just shows Nash you. They didn't because they all hung out right. at the pad. Yeah, like, that, yeah. that's the one dude took off. Except what's his name? Right. Yeah. He McCourt. Knew. McCourt was, was like, like, I'm out. I'm I know here. this dude's history. I'm, I'm gone. No, these idiots. Okay, then. So this is, this is what everybody, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, this is what you got to know. Like, not everybody is set up to do crime. <laughs> not everybody can handle it because... If you're a fucking idiot, yeah. you might like follow. First of all, John Holmes is an idiot. He's yeah, the one that comes up. Hold on, he's the one that comes up with a plan. Yeah. Second of all, you got these low rank guys, and this is the reason why Eddie Nash didn't want to pay him what the guns were worth because Eddie Nash was like, "These guys are fucking idiots. He They're knew scumbags. About them. He right. knew about yeah, them. Yeah, it's a Wonderland Those gang. Dummies on they're, the hill. They're you know whatever. Exactly, dummies on the hill. Right. So he's like, "Fuck them. I ain't." And then you go and you successfully. Right, you right. successfully rob, but if you're an idiot, you fucking start partying and stay yeah. in your location so that yeah. you pass out like a fucking uh, idiot, like stacks, <laughs> like, like stacks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Late to your own funeral when you were supposed to fucking get rid of the getaway yeah. car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and that's exactly the what truck. happened. Nash shows okay. up and uh, and and takes care of all of them. The only one that was smart was a Tracy McCord. Yeah, yeah he, he got the fuck, the fuck out, out of there. Because he knew the capacity of that. The other right. one that was, was smart kidding. was, I mean, if you want to call it smart, I don't know. There's that kind of guy or gal that's so slimy that they sort of are able to always kind of be in the middle is Holmes. Yeah. Holmes... How he lived through that. Right. He hey. he helps plan right. the thievery, and then he helps plan and the murders. Like, right. Somehow he's able to just weasel his way through right. all these situations. He's got an, a wife who won't divorce him, but he's fucking this underage chick and getting her to turn tricks. I just can't imagine what kind of manipulative, like, like weird little fucking scraggly. Did, did you know first? And then Chuck Negron, the lead singer from Three Dog Night, and his wife, they were up in the Wonderland house frequently buying drugs. I'll and- do you one. Do you know your research, Lepke? Who had a house not too far, a couple houses down? Who Jim had- Morrison. Wrong. Uh, Come on. Uh, Governor where? Jerry Brown. Oh, Jerry Brown had a really? plan with Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, right, right by right, there. Right. 
That was his. They said it was his love for the nest. That's where he went and got his coke. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that yeah. That's yeah. I, I, allegedly, uh, allegedly. And then if you if you ever like allegedly if, true, if you're ever <laughs> venturing up like Laurel Canyon up that yeah. way, and you hit Wonderland, Wonderland is only gonna go west because there's no. Because if you go, if you if you look to the east, that's Houdini's castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and Led Zeppelin had the house across the street. Right. That's now they, they got in trouble with the shark. Now 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 they now they say that. They claim also that when they were in that pad, they made John Holmes yeah. put a handprint. You heard that story? Like, well, they did find a palm print in the bedroom mm-hmm. where one of the bodies was. Yeah. Okay. There, and it was John Holmes's print. And the reason why they were able to the, listen. Here you go. <clears throat> how be, when they found that print was how, it a blood print? <sighs> it was, it a, was palm. a palm print, and I don't think it was a blood one. Okay, because I've heard stories that they made him. Take his bloody hand yeah. and put a handprint on the wall. Well, I don't he, know he left a print on the wall for sure. But and the would, cops were able to find out that John Holmes was somehow there. That's that. That's odd too because he frequented that place all the time. Well, so let me ask you a question: Why were they able? So they found no other prints. They found no other prints. Hmm. But they found John Holmes's prints. Mm-hmm. How were they? Why was John Holmes? Why was John Holmes already in the cop database? Because he wow. was doing. Oh, he was breaking into cars. He was stealing shit. They had what? him on a theft. Okay. He was. He also was on something else, and that and and he got convicted. He didn't get convicted, but he got arrested. And he maybe he was convicted, but he didn't have to do time for, for stealing. No. Well. For. Uh, um, pimping and pandering, or something like that. Really? And then what it was was the vice cops, Detective Blake, I think his last name was, the vice cops who were trying to control pornography, mm-hmm. right? They got a hold of John Holmes and they turned him into a snitch. Yeah. Mm. They got him that. and they said, Look, you're going down. And I think it was because he was fucking around with Dawn or something like that. And they said, Now, look. We're going to get you for pimping and panhandling or some bullshit like that. Or or you can become a snitch on the porn industry. And then he wasn't really up to it, though. He was just going along with them. Like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want me to do. But he was shaking them. I heard something. No. What I heard was what I heard was. That he got excited about it because now not only was he He a detective. detective. Yeah, he's He's a real detective. Yeah, he's going to get a badge. Right. So they said, yeah. So he did, and the guy, Blake, when they went and talked to him, the vice squad, later when Detective Lang, when they found that palm print, Mm -hmm. and then they found out he was a CI Mm -hmm. for Vice, right? Mm. Then Lang tried to talk the detective into letting them go grab Holmes, and uh, Detective Blake actually tried to protect him a little bit. Mm. Was like, actually, no, this is a guy who's real good. He helped us out a lot. And actually, Lang and Salza ran into some problems with that. Mm. So that's how they found the palm print. But eventually they were able to get to Holmes, right? And they wanted Holmes. Now, Sharon, his wife, later said that Holmes showed up. At her house. At her house. With blood all over him. With blood all over him. Claimed he had an accident. Claimed he had an accident. Right. And she's like, what's wrong with the car? Why isn't the car messed up? Cuts on him. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Why is it? 
but she also noticed there was too much blood for the cuts that were like he didn't have that much on mm-hmm. and he got into the hot in, in, into the tub and he cleaned up mm-hmm. and he eventually she said said that confessed he, that he yeah. was there but he didn't say who According right. to her, she didn't say. Right, who he said I witnessed four murders or something. Right, he I mean. tried to say he got in a car accident at first. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. So, 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 when the cops came to to Holmes, right, they they bring him in, laying in there, and in fact, I think he and Don with that coke and everything, they were supposed to have a fresh start. <clears throat> Don had gotten away from They him. went to Florida. Yeah, Don had gone back to her mom's and then he convinced her to come back. Yeah, so think, you know what I mean? Like, that's that scumbag yeah. thing where a guy gets on the phone and the girl's like, I don't want to talk to you. He's like, it's going to be it's different, right. man. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do tricks stopped. anymore and yeah. get beaten yeah. by you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and exactly. then they ran, they ran to Florida. He took off. And Detective Lang and Salza... And went to Florida and extradited. Right, well, going, at first they the bring him in. At first they bring him in. Right. 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 Yeah. And uh, they told him to stay close. He claims they, they bring him in, and then he claims that he's going to give them what he wants. He's right. going to, you know, because they're going to they're going to pro- they're going to book him for murder, right? right? And he goes, "Okay, I'll talk, I'll talk," but he says to them, yeah. "At first he's telling his his ex wife and his wife, his girlfriend's wife, right. you guys need to bail me out." Right. right. Get me out of here. And they're like trying to get it together. And then they get a call back from a detective saying, right. you don't need to worry about bailing him out. Yeah. We got him in protective custody. Bottom all he wants at the bottom all he wants is for both of you right. to come well, to it, be with him so he could talk. Her, what's her name? They want to do it. The wife didn't want Yeah, to but they both went. Sure. They, went. They, they, both they both went, went. to the Bonaventure. They went to the Bonaventure. And they're being watched by all sorts of detectives. Yeah. They both sleep in the bed with him. Yeah, yeah that's on each what side everyone of them. thought was weird. Yeah, they both slept in the bed that's with him. That's what I'm saying. They're sharing. both eating dinners with him. Right. right? And he's ordering and he's, like crazy rooms. Right, right. And he's stalling and stalling and stalling them. And like talking big and having alcohol delivered to the thing. Listen, I got a question. And, and this is making the det- homicide detective right. sick because the LAPD is spending all this money and Lang knows that this guy's a shithead and he's like just taking him for a ride. Let, let right. Me, what technical, you being a, 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 a go ahead, Elchelin of the law, go ahead. What technicality was it that they didn't win? They did something where they had him in an interview room. Yeah. Where they were supposed, like some, they, like those, some, they the, didn't read him as right. Something happened where. They fucking because he went to trial. Well, well, let's no, get no, there. No. Let's wait, wait, wait. We're getting ahead of Calm the fuck down. Let's get it. We're getting it. Yeah. So he is stalling them and stalling them, eating big meals, all that stuff, sleeping with Dawn and his wife in the same bed, which is weird. Right. I guess from that point in time, he backs out of what he's going to give them. Yeah. Right. And somehow they cut him loose. Right. Right. Tell him to stay close. They tell him, don't leave L.A. Don't no, leave he, L.A. He ends up convincing them, Lucky, <laughs> like this. He convinces them that he needs to go gather up more information to let him do his thing. They could keep an eye on him, and that's how I think. Okay, all right. Well, that makes like sense. That. And then they bring in Niles. Right. They arrest Niles. Yeah, they get Niles. But they don't have enough, uh, enough on Niles, right? No, they don't have enough. Did they arrest his brother, too? I, they might have, but they, they cut him loose. Right. They didn't have enough on Niles. Right. So now everybody's out. Right. And this is where John Holmes can't get any money. He's broke. Right. 
And he comes up with his plan and tells his girlfriend that he's going to go see Eddie Nash. Right. Yeah. And he's going right. to ask Eddie he Nash gave, for money. Nash gave him some Right. Money. He goes, and she goes, well, how are you going to, yeah. he risks his life. He's like, you he know what? I'm going to tell Eddie Nash that people right. are threatening me. And if I don't come with this money that they're going to send these letters in yeah. to the LAPD yeah, totally, about Eddie Nash and his, and his involvement so, in this, right? Nash is so fucked up. He's going to like. He, yeah, but Eddie Nash tells nothing. him, Eddie Nash tells him, why don't, why should I give you any money? And why should, why shouldn't I just kill you right here? Right, right, right. So then they get done talking and then he agrees to give John Holmes. Five. No, three thousand dollars, right? Think about that. And he Think says, about "Come the back balls and, on, on jo- John to go uh, to come up with this lie. How he only didn't get a, killed right there? Only, How this only, dude didn't kill only him? Only a weasel, yeah. only a greasy weasel could kind of figure that out." So the girlfriend right. comes back. Yeah, exactly. So he goes back to the girlfriend. And he says, "Okay, we got to go by Eddie Nash's house in a half an hour." We got to go by the mailbox, and the money will be in the mailbox. So they drive, and this is what the girlfriend claims. He reaches in the mailbox, pulls out an envelope. There's right. half the money that Eddie Nash said he was going to give him. Right. Gives him fifteen hundred bucks, and they take this fifteen hundred, and they start across. They go to the Grand Canyon. They go to the fucking here, there, there, and they go to to they go to. Florida. Yeah, I forgot right? what part of Florida. They get right? to Florida. They get to Florida and they get a they they get a hotel, hotel room. And the chick that's running the hotel takes a liking to Don. Exactly. To Don. Right. To yeah, but, but he, but he knows because because listen because they go to Florida and Holmes is selling Don like hey it's all gonna be different it's all gonna be good. Right. He they actually get gets a job. It gets yeah. a job yeah. fixed at the Fountain Blue. Wow. He yeah. gets a job at the Fountain Blue doing repairs. Right. Because he was actually pretty good as a handyman. Right. And then what ends up happening to him? He starts what? He starts doing jobs. Starts, starts doing starts dope again. Poking up it again. And then he starts hitting Don again. Yeah, and before you know it, he's getting mad that he he's making like pennies com- doing a minute, lots of hours of work but, but, as a handyman. Wait a minute. And so now he's like, you know what, Don? It's time for yeah. you to start turning. He tells her, hey, you know what? If right. somebody were to walk on that beach in their bikini, right. yeah. you know, yeah, they've right caused a lot of attention. That's, yeah, that's and she's like, I don't want to do that. And next thing you know, she's turning tricks again. It's all like it was. It's all like it was. He beating her, throwing her in a hot tub, washing her ass after yeah. she gets done turning yeah. a trick and That's beat her. That's right. And so then, like you said, the lady manager took a liking to Don, felt sorry for her, and was able yeah. when John was gone. Yeah, she got she gave her money to get and or something. What's yeah, that? and her brother came to get him. Right. Get her. Yeah, and then she gave up the address of John Holmes. Because right. Detective they, Lang. Lang. Yeah, because they're Lang all looking for him. The detectives are are, are there <laughs> they now. They're flew. surveilling. Yeah, yeah. They, they flew quick. To Florida. They put, they snatched and she gave up. up the address of where he was Mid-Central at. Central Jail, Mr. Holmes. That and they extradited him back, right? And they extradited him back. And they okay. locked his ass up. That's when he went and they get and he was How a was he in there? trustee right. for a minute. Right. And then he goes he in there. So at that point in time, Chumahan, how does how, legally what's happening? Well, first of all, because of the palm print. They've got reason that to put some there. The <laughs> right. Thank well, he you. said his prints are all over that fucking house. Right. right. Well, he tries to explain all of that, and mm-hmm. that's true. But they got the palm print there. Right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so what happens is he's charged on four counts of murder in '82. Okay. Okay. Ron Cohen, the Los Angeles district attorney at the time. Is trying to prove that he's a participant. Now, I believe at this time, they've kind of pieced together the story. 
They've gotten a little bit about what was motivated. They found right stolen items, and uh, in the Wonderland house. In the Wonderland house, they mm-hmm. found the guns. They found the stolen shit. They found the like a million dollars worth of cocaine at the Wonderland house. And they're now the cops are starting to put it all together. Like what happened? There was a robbery, and then there was retribution for the robbery. And somehow Holmes is mixed up in it. His palm is print is there, and Holmes does try to explain that. He does try to say like, "Yeah, well, I, you know, I'm there all the time." Mm-hmm. But eventually, they put enough pressure on him, right? That that he uh, starts to kind of admit some things. But the one thing he never wants to do is say anything about Eddie Nash. That's the one thing Holmes won't admit to, won't say anything to. And so what happens is they put him on trial. And then you got to think about this, as far as Holmes is concerned. You got to think about this. Holmes is, he's a weasel, but he's got enough smarts and like survival instinct to know like, I'm not going to say anything about Eddie Nash because I'm going to be killed. And I'd rather, I'd rather, because they want him to roll. They want him to roll of on Of course. Him. That's why he gets charged with the murders. Right? That's why they had the trial in 82 against John Holmes. Porn star. They're charging him with the murders because he's not cooperating. He won't give up Eddie Nash. Okay. And by now, Lang knows. They know the whole story, basically. They just don't have any evidence. But what happens is, so, uh, so anyway... Holmes is court-appointed attorneys, okay? So Holmes not paying for attorneys. They're court-appointed attorneys. Earl Hansen and Mitchell Eggers, they're able, and it's, it's close enough, they're able to convince a jury that Holmes was actually a victim because Nash dragged his ass over there and forced him to participate. The reason why he's there is because of these guys. And they were able to show that Holmes was kind of an idiot, that he was a weak person, that he was a drug addict, that he didn't have the wherewithal to plan a murders like this, that he didn't have the wherewithal. And there was no evidence linking him to the actual murders, just a palm print. Mm -hmm. And so the jury bought it. He was acquitted. The jury bought that Holmes was just a useful idiot that Nash and his bodyguards used to bring him in there. But because... He wouldn't because John Holmes would not rat out Eddie Nash or testify. Or he co-op. stood down all the way to the. Yeah. They held him in contempt for 110 days. And that's all he had to do. The court held him in contempt for 110 days. And that was all he had to do. How do you not catch an accessory if they've he got you there? He didn't. The, the because it, in order to say that you're an accessory, you have to be a willing participant. But if your attorney says, no, he was coerced, you're not a willing participant. If, you're co- if I hold a gun to your head and I say, use your key to unlock the door, I'm going to kill the people inside. If I hold a gun to your head and make you do that, you're not, a, you're not an accessory. You're not an accessory because you didn't do it from free will. You did it because I would have killed you if you didn't do it. So wouldn't, you have to, wouldn't the court also have to produce or prove that there was somebody holding a gun to his head? Yeah, and they did. Who they say had a gun to his head? First of all, first of all. He said Greg Don. Okay, we're talking about criminal. We're talking uh-huh. about beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh-huh. Okay, the court doesn't have to prove shit. 
Oh. Defense attorneys don't have to prove nothing. Court's got to prove it. Mm. The defense attorney just has to raise the doubt. So you're the prosecutor. You go, John Holmes went in there and he planned this murderous outrage. Da, 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 and he helped Eddie Nash go in and Niles and they bludgeoned everyone to death. And it was John Holmes, mm. right? All the defense have. The defense doesn't have to prove jack shit. Defense just has to get up there, right? In front of the jury, right? And they go, prosecution's got no evidence. They can't get Eddie Nash. Mm-hmm. They can't get Niles. And we, like, we all know who Eddie Nash is. He's a notorious drug dealer, mm-hmm. right? They can't get him. We all know who Niles is. He's fucking Eddie Nash, just fucking hatchet man. Responsible probably for all kinds of just disgusting murders across this city. Mm-hmm. Cops can't get him. What do they do? They try to get the only guy they can get. Mr. Holmes. John Holmes. Now, let's take a look at John Holmes. Now, what do they have? What do they have? Do they have a murder weapon? They don't have a murder weapon. Do they have uh, eyewitnesses? They got no eyewitnesses. What do they got? They got one measly palm print from John Holmes. And they're trying to pin this gruesome, gritty, fucking street thug, drug-dealing, notorious murder on John Holmes Mm -hmm. from a palm print. Mm -hmm. They know who really did it. But they're coming up empty, so they're going to make someone pay for it. Well, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Mr. Holmes' capacity. Does he have anything in his prior history? Where he's killed anybody. Mm-hmm. No. What do we know about him? He's a porn actor. Okay. He's a porn actor. Maybe not the brightest bulb in the fucking shed. Now, this is when they're going to play up that he's a fucking idiot. Not the brightest bulb. He's not a drug dealer. In fact, he's an addict. In fact, he's got to follow these people around. Why does he even know the gang? Because he's an addict. He's smoking dope. Why does he even know it? What? He's a smoking dope. Now, you're telling me that guy? And what motive would he have? Did they steal anything from Holmes? No. Did they steal anything from one of them? No. He's got nothing. He's broke. He's a hanger-on. He's a fly on the back of a giant fucking rhinoceros. He's nobody. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, he knows the one of the gangs. Now, Eddie Nash grabs him, beats him up, ties him up. Right? You heard from his wife. He showed up with cuts and bruises and bloody. Right? What do you think really happened? Because they can't prove it. They got no cameras. What do you think really happened? You think this coke-addled porn star who doesn't have two pennies to rub together, do you think he led and planned and taught the most wealthy Drug dealer in Los Angeles, what to do? Or is it more likely that that was the only way that this drug dealer could get in to this Wonderland Apartments because it only opened from the inside? You needed a recognizable guy, otherwise it would have never let Eddie Nash in. They knew he was coming for him. Mm. So what do you think really happened? Do you think he planned it without any motive? They didn't steal from him. Or do you think the drug dealer who got stolen from grabbed the fool that was hanging around and used him as a way to get in to the place where they were going to commit the murders? 
And, and beyond a reasonable doubt, beyond a reasonable doubt, do you think that Eddie Nash would have used any kind of force to make John get involved in this, right, this fool? What do you think the chances are that a drug dealer with a henchman like Niles, who, by the way, carries a pipe around, who's notorious, everybody knows he's got the pipe. Nobody knows anything about John Holmes's pipe except in the porn films. But as far as in real life, he's got no pipe. It's Niles, the guy connected to Nash. They have the pipes. What do you think the chances are? You think they asked John Holmes real nice? Hey, will you please help us out? What do you think they told him? We're going to kill you if you don't fucking stand in front of that door. I guarantee you that, that what they had was a small fry. That is small fry. Now the cops are here because they can't get the big guys, the guys that really did it. They're getting this guy that they coerce. They're they're running. And guess what? They're listen. They're telling John Holmes, right? They're trying to get him to turn evidence. Now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm just going to ask you: If by some unfortunate circumstances you got caught between Eddie Nash and Niles and the Wonderland Gang and some weird drug. Rip-off scheme and murders, right? Do you think you would say everything that you knew or would you protect yourself and your family? Mm-hmm. And when the cops lay down on you and say, listen, you're going to tell us what you know or we're going to charge you with the murders. What do you think you're going to do? John Holmes is trying to protect his wife. He's trying to protect whatever. And he's willing to face prison time because he knows... That's better than facing Eddie Nash and Niles. Mm. So what would you do? Would you dummy up? Would you forget some facts? Mm. Would that be understandable to you? But does that mean that you actually participated and wanted these people dead? Absolutely not. You're just trying to save your goddamn life. Survival right. mode. And right. that's all. And that's all. Did you th- see what they did to these people in the have you seen the right. Article 8 and, you know, you know all that, right? Right. And they'll say something like, you can't commit murders like that unless you have a real vengeance and a taste for violence. Right. You don't just go from never doing anything like that to doing something like that. Right, right, There's an right, increment. Right, 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 right. And who are the guys that we know that do that on a regular basis? Yeah, yeah, Nash got, and Niles. Right, they, John Holmes, you would have seen. He started out with this and got to this and got to this. We don't have any of that. Right. All right. So, so this they, is how they acquit him. So, yeah, he gets a So he, he right. walks. Right. So then I guess they come back. Nash walks. Well, yeah, but yeah. they come back and they try and try right. Niles and Nash yeah. on this thing, don't they? Yeah, something happens where they. I know up, they tried not, they, Niles. They, no, no, they, no, listen. They got what's his. Niles died, man. He ends up fucking dying. But Nash. No. Nash yeah. died too, but yeah, no, Niles is around, bro. They 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 Niles, take him. They they arrest Niles you know what again. I'm saying they Nash. They got him on some other bullshit. They trouble yeah, him. Yeah, trafficking. Some, yeah, they get him. He goes over. Yeah. He does a little fat time. He gets yes, back yes. And then he's then he died. Is he still alive? No, he died. He died. When did he die? But Niles, Niles. They tried Niles. I want to tell you. I think they tried Niles on this case. He beat it. No. Yeah. Nobody went to. Nobody, nobody went got there. went down for this. Nobody went. Nobody went down for this. That's why it makes it like crazy. Yeah, but you know But what? Nash, so listen, Nash, so they try Nash. I don't know about the Niles trial. I don't mm-hmm. know what they would or wouldn't have Or happened. maybe it was not, okay, okay, they try Nash. But they try Nash, mm-hmm. right? And he, they get a hung jury. There's one holdout. There's one holdout. 
and they can't convict him with what they had. So there's one holdout. So he goes. And then four years later, there's a federal probe. And they catch him on racketeering and da 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 da, right. da and all this other shit. And the other thing they caught him on was bribing the juror in the original trial. That's how Nash got off. He paid a woman juror $50,000. And that's the one holdout that stopped him from being convicted. And so, so here we go. It's not Niles, it's Dials. Okay. In 1990, Nash was charged in California State Court with having planned the murders, and Dials was charged as a participant. Uh, Thorson testified against him, but the trial ended with a hung jury vote 11 to 1. That's how Dials gets up. That 11 to 1, that one, Nash bribed. A second trial in 91 ended in acquittal for both Nash and Dials. Dials dies from liver failure in 97. In 2000, after a four-year joint investigation involving local and federal authorities, Nash was arrested and indicted on federal charges under RICO for running drug trafficking and money laundering operation, conspiring to carry out the Wonderland murders, and bribing the sole holdout juror in his first trial. But by then, he was in his 70s, right? He was suffering from emphysema and several other ailments, and he agreed to a plea bargain on that case. Uh, he admitted to having bribed the loan holdout, the young woman with $50,000. He pleaded guilty to RICO charges of money laundering. He also admitted to having ordered his associates to retrieve the stolen property from the Wonderland house, which might have resulted in violence, including murder, yet denied being involved in the murders. In the end, he, rece- he received a four and a half year prison sentence and a $250,000 fine. And I think he only served two of those years. That's all he did. Steve, <laughs> look at your face, bro. Wow, man. If you got money and an attorney, it's you, a whole different it's a whole ball, ball game. game. It's always been like that, man. Yeah. Anybody else, they'd have been through. 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 They would have been they would have had lives without Couple hundred years. Oh, dude! Life without without Three possibility. Three strikes, stealing pizza. Fucking, yeah, you're man. gone, bro. That's it. Day, Nash, millions of dollars, cocaine. He destroyed one of his nasal cavities. Is like you know, you could probably drive a Mack truck through it from all the coke he did. Kills people, murders, you name it. Pays off city hall, all that shit. What year does John Holmes die? Didn't John Holmes die of AIDS? He died yeah. of AIDS. And you know where he died? Do you know where, where he died? Where? In the VA hospital in Sepulveda, right here in right, Los Angeles. Right, and with, with the detectives at his bedside That's telling right. him you're about to die. Yeah. Oh, really? And he never gave it up, even then. He was incoherent. They say he was incoherent at that time. But, yeah, he got AIDS, and they don't think it was from needles because they said John was no, scared of needles. No, it was from the gay tricks and stuff he was turning. Yeah. That's what I think. Well, that's what everybody thinks. Yeah, because he was, he was out there doing anything. That's just wild to me. That's just wild to me. Like, uh, I don't know. So, yeah, he dies of AIDS. and uh, Niles is dead now, too. Dials. I mean, uh, uh, not Dials, uh, Nash. Nash is dead. Dials is dead. I mean, everyone's... I don't know if Sharon's gone. Sharon might still be around. And Tom Lang might still be around. I think Tom Lang's writing a book about this, actually, right mm. now. Mm. It'd be cool to interview him find out what he knows. But, yeah. What a story. It's a crazy story. But I think the reason why n- nobody got convicted and no one... 
nothing really happened was because I think that the people that were killed were like drug dealers and low life. So they everyone's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I don't think there was a lot of pressure from the public to, to find like, the murderers and convict the murderers. And there weren't a lot of people raising their hands for these people. Right? Right. Right. So for Holmes, uh, just getting back to his man meat for the sake of Schmitty, Holmes' yeah. signature asset in the porn business was his it was the, was his penis. But there's been it was no his deformity. <laughs> That's what they were calling it on the documentary I watched. <laughs> but there was no measurement or documentation verifying the length or mm. the girth. Mm. All right. Um, uh, veteran porn actress Dorothea Sika Patton said that Holmes' penis was the biggest in the industry. Uh, who, Sika? Yeah. Sika, yeah. And in documentary from Exhausted, she described oral sex with Holmes as similar as filleting a telephone pole. Mm. But obviously that's exaggerated. Holmes' first wife recalled claiming him to be 10 inches when he first measured himself. On another occasion, Holmes claimed his penis was 16 inches. <laughs> A whole another five. Uh, 13 inches in circumference. His longtime friend in industry. <laughs> 13 inches in circumference? Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. Uh, his longtime friend in industry associate, Bill Amerson, said, I saw John measure himself several times. It was 13 and a half inches. Mm -hmm. In contrast, medical studies of human penis size have consistently found erections average between five to six inches with a fewer than 0.2% of penises, 9.5 or more. Uh, uh, Adult industry historian Bill Marigold claims that his dick was, we're talking about a dick from my elbow down. If you want to find that, it's on WAD, The Life and Times of John C. Holmes. Um, uh, so anyway, the, the, and then other guys came along and would claim that they were bigger than Holmes as a way to like promote their, 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 their movies. Like mm -hmm. For instance, there was a guy named Tony the Hook. Tony the Hook Perez said that he had a dick so big he gives John Holmes a run for his money. <laughs> uh, so, yep. in any event, you know, and, and then. That's what happens. You that see? is what happens. You see what happens? See what happens? You see what happens when you fuck around? So, uh, listen, I want to thank everybody yeah. for joining us today. Yeah. The Wonderland Murders, four on the floor. You know, Lepke, thank you for coming in, man, and sharing some of your experience, some of that Hollywood history. Thank you. Oh, my God. He's got uh, so much Couldn't have done this show without Lep here. Well, it was like, I, that era was, uh, it, was a, it was a good, it was a process of me when I was a young teenager that, mm -hmm. that I took my turn to uh, be what I have became, and I look at where I'm at today and not where I was back then. Well, you know, a rambunctious youngster running through those canyons. Finding a dead body. That's what I told you. I didn't get that. Somebody, I don't want to say somebody cut me off. But I saw. I found Dude, it. you've said it a million times, but say it one more no, time. I, saw, I found the lady that was OD'd up there. I actually, that was the first time I ever smelled a dead body. It what did it smell like? She had, what she, they, the, the detectives, because like she was laying there and she was in a down jacket. It smelled like bad, like some no, rotten what, shit. It was like, what bad. does it smell she, like? She was already a decomposed. It was already a, what it smelled kind of like, uh, like if you don't clean your ass in two weeks. 
Really? Yeah, and you pee and you don't change your eyes. Oh, man. Are you that's sure? Like, like, for yeah, real? Like, fucked up shit, bro. The, fit, the smell so, of stench is like yeah, nothing it's, else. It's a, it's a fucked up smell. Like, nothing yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. It's like, you, you you smell meat when it goes. Shrod yeah. meat, yeah. It's like, it's like when you open the garbage can and there's some shit that's yep. been sitting there for yep. two or three months. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. you got to move away. Like, it, it's it's not good. Like, it, it's bad, man. You I had just... to clean a trash can out like that like a few weeks ago, and that's what it reminded me of. Ugh. But, um, man, Stench is a, horrible, bro. It's, man, the, worst, wanna, it's the most awful smelling right. thing wait, ever. Wait, wait, wait. Did you ever come across a dead body? That yeah, was I've smelled some stench before. Yes. How long would it, would it have been like it was rotting? Uh, the, body, the body had been there for like four days. Ah. Yeah. And then you just come up on it and it just hits you. Uh, it was somebody whose relative had passed away. Ah. And they hadn't answered the phone. They hadn't done anything. And... They were uh, scared to go to the apartment alone. Because in the movie, So I went with them, and this person was uh, a person that was in their 60s, and they had been in the recliner seat, oh. dead, yeah. for four days. Their body was three times the size right. as normal. The gases. Yeah, and, and I walked in, and the smell was, was like, you cannot mistake that smell for anything else, bro. Really? Yeah, it was. It was. It, it, we had to. We had to walk out of the apartment right. after a couple of seconds. Couldn't take it. Right. It was sickening. Right. Stench is a horrible smell, man. Right. Hey, Lebke, how did you find that lady? You, how did you find that lady decomposing? Uh, we were hiking, man. She was the, 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 hiking the, where? We're up there, like right off of Kirk, Kirkwood, and uh, by the Canyon Country Store, Kirkland. Kirkwood. Okay. It's a street before you hit Wonderland. We were up in those hills. We used to take the dirt bikes up there and hike around there. You know, and then, uh, yeah, she was up there, man. And then, like, so we ran. Because my friend, he lived, like, if you kept going Laurel Canyon, Laurel Canyon goes, and there's a little street right when you pass Mount Olympus. Yeah. It's like a little street where there's some houses right there. My, I, I, the little kid I used to go to elementary school with, we used to, I used to ride my bike up from Fountain in uh, Laurel. My mother lived on Laurel. I used to ride up that canyon and. And we found the body, and you know, we're up there hiking. We didn't know what it was, and you know we started smelling. We 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 knew it was something. It looked like maybe a, somebody in a sleeping bag, but it was she had a down jacket. It was a girl. Was she bro- bloated? We no, we didn't get that far. I just know that I just seen some hair, like mattered hair. But the detective said that she probably went up there and 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 OD'd or fell asleep up there and never, you know, we, they, like they, 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 the body had been there for a while. Like the animals had probably already got it, but we could smell it. Like before we saw the body, we smelled the odor. Right? Yeah. It's, you it's, smell the odor before you see anything. And then yeah. we kept going, and the odor as the odor got even stronger, we kind of like we didn't yeah. couldn't go no further because yeah. it was just a bad smell. Right. Man. It was. Hey, crazy. listen. Thanks for everybody coming down. Thank you, listeners, for listening. And we are going to say adios. Uh, shout hey, out to know, Soul Assassins. Soul Assassins. Soul Assassins, Esteban, Esteban Oreo. Cartoon. Cookies. DJ Mugs. Uh, vibes, papers, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Supermax hardware. Coming soon. AvandoBowen.com. AvandoBowen.com for your legal services. Uh, yeah, Please give yeah, them a call. Yeah. And Enzo's Pizzeria in and Westwood. Enzo's, real Italian. Hey, what's yeah. going on with that Supermax shit? People want to know. Well, right now, it it's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's coming together, shit, but right now it's just a little right. bit. No, we're we're still we're moving forward. It, we're yeah. working on it. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's just we we got it's taking a different time toll because of the fucking shit that's gone down. But that's we're right. Working yeah, on. but but it's going. It's still moving, and yeah. we're uh, we're we're right there. We'll Let be there in a minute. What's going on with the green juice? Keep a positive outlook. I'll when we packaging you know up the I'm green do? juice. What I'm gonna do is on the next batch, I'm gonna run you some over here. Yeah. And I don't know how to get it over there. This fucking Smitty over. You want to drive something lucky? 
They don't have to make him do you know, that. That's too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's too far. I need to get the fuck out, man. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, yeah, I'm bring saying. the green juice. Yeah, I mean, like, we need this shit. <laughs> we need to start system. packaging. Listen, DM, uh, you can Big DM, Lux. you can DM Lux, OG Lepke, Lux, or Chumahan. Yeah. If you want to purchase a gallon of green juice, it's $24.99. I ain't selling that shit. $24.99. Anybody who wants to get We'll sell it for you. Yeah, anybody, any bottlers, anybody listening. Hey. I yeah. want to give a bit. Hey, let's like give that? a shout out to the truckers. Right. Yeah. Let's give a shout out to the truckers who are still supplying us at the grocery yes. stores. Shout out, that man. are driving everything. Everybody was taking truckers for granted. Yes. When there and was they're no keeping everybody alive. And they're the ones that are keeping everybody alive. Yes, they are. I hey, want to give a, a shout out to El Juan eighty. He 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 gave me the. Uh, Shoulder push-up challenge on wow. IG or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he did 13, nice. and I did 15, but yeah. I'm going to bust out 20 pretty soon. Yeah. yeah, and I did a push-up challenge out there for 50 incline push-ups straight. Yeah. Now, I'm going to do another one Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. It's going to be a flat push-up. It's going to be 75 so more. I got to put my fucking feet up there? No, on, but on the for the 50, or you can do a flat one, 75 or more. I'll hit 100. There you go. How's that? Let's see that. You want to see it right now? No, yeah. no, no. no. Yeah. I got to pee first. Uh, see? All right. See, all right. Uh, listen, everybody. Wait, wait, hey, listen. Thank you. Shout out. All those workers out there yeah. that are helping to keep this uh, the United States moving forward, you know? Right. Hospitals, markets, everybody, truckers. Man. Thank you. Stay positive in this game, man, and we'll get over it. We'll get through it. Shout out. Hey, what, right. what were you saying about Romina Lepke? No, I was just uh, I was saying that she's... <laughs> She's a good a good individual. Bro. Yeah, no, She's but you helping were, people. You man. were bringing something up. She was helping people. <laughs> Romina, who's that? The ho the ho no, Hoology. Hoology. No, no, what I'm saying is that Dude. like she has a positive page. That's what I'm Queen, saying. Queens of the but Queens you were of the Underground. In a bad mood and you didn't want to hear me. You're like, I don't know, discuss none of that shit. And I yeah. go, yeah, well, I'm just saying their page is real cool, man. Okay. Yo, no, listen, I wanna I want you know what? Uh, now that we're right here real quick, I wanna bring something up because I um, she said Lepke, something. Like on, that hoology. No, she I like that. I like the fact. Give her a that shout that, out. Yeah, he like did. I've not heard you give one woman a shout He's out until now. Not oh, one you, single did guest. I shout her out? He not her one out. single guest has he ever asked me about. But uh -huh. every time I see him, he's like, "Hey, so uh, how's that Romina doing?" Like, I didn't say it like yeah. that, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> You're trying to put me on the chopping block. Uh oh. Look at me chopping block. All right, listen. I want to play something because. Cause, 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 this is Romina, and I don't know what she's doing, but she's doing some positive shit in the community. Is man. she? Well, she's doing right, a lot give of her stuff. a shout out, man. You got to. All right, let her here. If, so, if, if people need therapy, hold on. My fucking peel face. Right. Don't DM me. Don't DM. Lepke, stop DMing her. I haven't been DMing her. The earth being healed. Anything, love and light, and and. Don't be sad bullshit because I'm going to curse you out. I'm going to forget about all of this. She ain't going to curse nobody. You bring some money to the table. <laughs> I'm going to curse you the fuck out. Hey, the, the game is real, though. Post how I cursed you out. Oh, Smitty's talking shit. I'm going to block you because I do not have the space for your dumb, hippie, healing, love and light, earthy Preach, sister. bullshit. Just a warning. Just a warning. Yeah. And with that. We're saying yeah. adios. <laughs> adios. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, adios from Speak the hard luck show. That was show. Romina. Yeah, Romina saying, don't send me no positive shit. Donde esta la rola? Hey, <laughs> uh, on the way out, what do we say at this time? Uh, adios. 
amigos from the Hard Luck Show. And we're gonna we're gonna go out on Dick Man and Throbbing, which is yeah. by uh, John Holmes. Yes. Dick Man and Throbbing.